1: N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Club. Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record, rain and shine Grab your shades like umbrellas NYYST You're hanging with the fellas
0: Welcome back, this is episode 306 of the NYYST Podcast We're live on NYY News TV I'm your host Christian And this week I'm joined by the Don of NYY News TV Pete Simonetti Pete, what's up man?
1: Fam, I tell you what, I am hyped tonight I don't know why I'm so hyped I don't know why I'm so hype. I think I'm that hype because I'm on NYYST, and we're doing some keep them, dump them.
0: It's a good week to to sit in.
1: Can we just wrap the show right now and just say dump fucking all of them? Is that fair or no? Is that a little too much? I don't know who's on the list today. but
0: No, it's not fair to dump everybody. We're not
1: going to dump everyone. All right. Okay.
0: Yeah. We're not going to dump everybody. All
1: right. We'll keep a few guys.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Some Some of them are worth keeping around. So before we actually get into the polls today, the Yankees made it blatantly obvious on Friday that they're going to uh, run it back again in 2023. They had the big uh, press conference with with Boone and Cashman, and the worst-kept secret of the whole thing is that Brian Cashman's coming back in 2023. He's like, yeah, I don't have a contract. So what what are you doing running all postseason operations if you don't have a contract? Just tell us that you're coming back. Let's pull that Band-Aid off first, right?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, we we already had the idea of it, that Cashman was coming back. I mean, every year now it kind of feels like the same way, right? We have this hope that maybe Cashman's going to finally go away or that Boone will change and some leadership change will happen. And then when he came out immediately, he was like, yeah, but, uh, you know, he asked me to come back. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. But we kind of knew it when the press conference was even announced.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you hold, you're hoping, but you're not expecting. Yes. You know, and here's my here's some here's how I want to start the show tonight. I have heard a lot of this over the past couple of days since since the press conference on Friday that we, as in Yankee fans, the negative Yankee fans, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. we don't we don't get it because we have an organization, we don't have, we have a front office that consistently puts out a winning product. Right. And, you know, it's it's what Cashman talked about. It's not always the results. It's the process. And his process gets 90 wins in a postseason appearance every year. And who are we to complain about that? See, to me, that's settling. To me, that's that's being okay with being second best. To me, that's not what the Yankees are about. And maybe they are now, and that's a sad state of affairs. But, you know, you got people out there like Boomer Esiason, who I don't know if he's trolling Mm -hmm. because he's a Met fan or this is how he really feels. Like on his show, he constantly talks about how we are the problem, how Yankee fans are the problem because we don't appreciate what Brian Cashman has done for this team. Now, granted, Pete, I do appreciate what Brian Cashman's done for this team. He has been a really good general manager for a really long time. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it's not time for a change right now.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the problem, right, is that he has done a good job. And I, I I spoke about this recently, too, is that, yeah, he has done a good job. But at some point, you can tell that the Yankees need something different. It's as clear as day. To the point that even when you listen to the press conference, you're like, "You guys are just now realizing this." <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, you know, kind of." That's why we got Ben attendee. We were looking for more contact orientated players, and we've been saying this years ago. I, I mean, most anybody who watched this team been saying this years ago. And then just with the the whole the new thing now that's gonna haunt the Yankees. I'm already calling it, everybody knows this this whole process thing. This process thing is gonna haunt them. The minute they said results do not get you fired as long as there's a good process in place. It is the dumbest quote. And I think it's going to really haunt Cashman and his Yankees front office for a long time. Especially, market, you're going to hear about the process all season long. It's so all you're going to hear about is the process.
0: But what has the process really gotten them, though? I don't because, know. Because, listen, I, I'm okay with you selling me the process because I was okay with that in 2016. When you took the reins of this organization, when Brian Cashman really got his claws into the Yankees in 2016, when he convinced Hal, let's pull the plug on this, let's start over, let's Mm -hmm. rebuild. I was okay with that because you know what? Coming off the end of the Jeter era, coming off of all of that, this team was old. It was boring there wasn't a lot to be excited for so to get the right. hope that you had this core group of young guys coming up here and it seemed like Cashman had an idea but Pete we're sitting here now in 2022 mm-hmm. and they seem to get further away from the end goal every single year so what is the process really getting them
1: well that that's the question and and again that's why i wish that there was just one reporter there that said let me do let me ask a couple of follow up questions because that's a great one, hey Brian. Well, when you when you mention that the results do not get you let go, if there's a process, you guys are saying there is a process. What's the end game of that process, and what has been wrong with it for the last thirteen years? What what what, what have you? Because if you listen to that whole thing, Christian, they didn't mention anything that was their fault. There was no, nothing they, no. there that they mentioned and said, You know what? We're aware that maybe this is a problem or that's – and we want to address this. They basically came out and said, guys, look, there's a process in place. We played a better team. They beat us.
0: Why are they better than you?
1: Bingo. Can we – what do you guys see? And somebody asked this. Somebody's like, well, what are you seeing from the – and they're like, ah, I don't know. Uh, and they kind of just steered away from saying, well, they do this, they do that. And, and they didn't kind of want to go there. You could tell. But this whole thing about if the process – I was on with Ruben on Designated Spitters, and Ruben said the, the best thing. Wouldn't a good process lead to results? Wouldn't a good process lead to your ultimate goal? And now, look, I know it could be a toss-up. Hell, we said it in our off-season video when we were saying we're not too confident with this club, but what did you say? I, I think we all basically said it. anything could happen. Yankees could go on and win. So, yeah, when you get to the postseason, anything can happen. But this team is just throwing shit. At our faces, literally just throwing shit at our faces and excuse after excuse after excuse and saying, guys, wait, trust the process. It's fine. It's good with me, Cashman. It's good with Boone. Everything is okay. Don't worry about it.
0: No, see, the problem is that this process, it doesn't work, okay? because if you have the amount of resources that the Yankees have and look, let's let's be fair about something. How Steinbrenner committed more than enough money to have a championship caliber team on the field 100%, this year. Okay, no doubt about it. That combined with the prospects that they have in their system should have netted you at least not being embarrassed in the ALCS. No question. So something you are doing is not working. Your process doesn't work, and that is what my problem continues to be. Is that there's no accountability here. Yeah. You know, Thanks. if I'm if I'm Hal Steinbrunner, what? I get it. You see, you see the receipts, man. They're coming in. Oh shit, dude, I'm fucking rich. Look at this. Yep. But eventually, at some point, if money is that important to you, wouldn't you want your money spent wiser than it's being spent right now? Because I'll tell you right now, dude, if I put two hundred and seventy, if I put over one billion dollars, one billion dollars into a baseball team. That cannot win, cannot win a World Series. I would ask questions, at the oh, very I, least. I I'd would ask questions. Shit.
1: I, I'd be flipping out. I remember, I remember his father said, he "Used to, you know, I broke a couple of TVs in my life." That's like one of my favorite quotes from him. You know, I broke a couple of TVs in my life. I'd be flipping shit all over the place. Can you imagine sitting back and watching Donaldson all year and said, "Hey, look, I trusted you. I'm paying twenty five million for that piece of shit." Are you kidding me? That's $25 million of our payroll is going to that? I'm giving Aaron Hicks $10 million. What are you doing? Who are the people advising you on this? So it, it, it does go, again, to what a lot of people believe, is that Steinbrenner kind of just, hey, man, Just I just run the org. It is what it is. What do you need? A little more money? All right, we're going to stay at this limit. Do whatever you want. Have fun. It's like an open playground. Here's what I'll tell you this. And I don't know if you felt the same way. Maybe anybody in the chat uh, felt the same way. Guys, remember, hit that like button. During the conversation with Cash and Boone, the whole time, you know what I'm saying to to myself? I'm saying, there's no leaders here. There is nobody that is demanding anything in this organization. There is nobody sitting there saying, hey, Cash, no, 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 no. This didn't work. You need to fix it. No running back. You need to fix it. The guy has short. It needs to end. The guy it needs to end. You guys keep telling me about these. We have these pro scout meetings about all these young kids. Where are they? Why do they not play? There's nobody there with legitimate direction saying, guys, this is where we're going. Right now, it feels like they're just trying to plug holes every year. And that's it.
0: Yeah, you don't win that way.
1: No, of course not.
0: Jeremy Pena. One, the ALCS MVP and the World Series MVP. Yep, The Yankees have a guy. I'm not saying that he could have done the same thing, but they have a guy in Oswald Peraza yep. that could have easily come in there and at least played the position well defensively. But they refuse to do the, to just yep. the simplest things. This is what bothers me about this organization. They refuse to do even the simplest things to help them win ball games. You You watch other teams... They make moves all the time. They do things. Like I, I couldn't even tell you who who uh, I can't think of his name on the top of my head. The the Philadelphia Philly shortstop. Stott. But they cut they cut ties with Didi in the middle of the season. They're like, you're not working out.
1: Yeah. And Bryson we... Stott is awesome. I, I when I was calling those games, Christian, I kept saying, I'm jealous of that left side of the infield. Like You got you got Stott and Baum over there and they didn't have the greatest postseason, but I'm like, these guys could feel their positions well. And they, they could hit. They had good at bats. And I'm just like why are our young guys not up? What, like, you know, what's in the game plan right there? That Peraza was just, yeah, we'll call him up, and then he's just not doing anything, and it's it's just a joke. It, what they're telling us, they're just not doing.
0: So let, let's say we all know. Like I have a I have a certain love for Didi Gregorius, but let's say let's just say what it, the guy's washed up. He's done. Yeah, but if he was on the Yankees this year, he would have kept going out day after day after after day they would have kept putting him out there every single day even if they had this is what this is what bothers me about oh we're 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 we're, we need a stopgap because we have jesus christ the second coming of anthony uh, and and anthony volpe and ready into what makes me think that this guy is going to be is going to be on the field when they say he's going to be on the field or going to be even close to what he is is projected to be by this organization because let's put it like this right so I'm gonna go back to Boomer Esiason a lot today because he really pissed me off this morning with some of the shit that he was saying. But like, he goes, he why doesn't Brian Cashman get credit for develop? Like, Aaron Judge was raised and drafted and developed by by the Yankees. Why doesn't Brian Cashman get get credit for that? Uh, because Miguel Andy Hart, Clint Frazier, uh, <laughs> who else? else? Right. Greg Bird. I right. mean, do I need to go down the list? So what's Chance Adams? Chance. Adams. So what's the reality verse, versus versus? The exception. Wouldn't you say based on track record, Aaron Judge is the exception for this organization?
1: Bro, you can look at the Astros team right now and go, man, look at all the homegrown talent. The entire team. It really is. So it's, w- it's
0: Wouldn't you say I right I would say, I guess, outside of Verlander? Second, whether-
1: third, short, Framber Valdez, Garcia, all those guys are all are whole their minor league guys. You look at Brian Cash and you sit back and go. All right, you got Robinson Cano, Aaron Judge. If you really want to talk about, man, we got all this money. We, we've we done everything we can to develop a good organization. And don't get me wrong, the minor leagues is still somewhat stacked. It's a little lighter on the pitching side right now, but there's a lot of guys still coming up.
0: Yeah, thanks but for at that, the end of, by the way.
1: But at the end of the day, you look at all this stuff. You're sitting there saying, why is it not working here? Why is it not working for us? Do we really overvalue our guys that much? Is that maybe the thing? Because Jeremy Pena wasn't a top prospect. Jeremy Pena wasn't some guy that everybody was like, oh, man, this, this kid is a stud. He wasn't one of those guys.
0: They felt and, confident enough in him to let Carlos Crater walk
1: you out the door. Correct. Correct. And that's the problem with the Yankees. Brian Cashman in the offseason sat there and told us Oswald Peraza is major league ready with his glove. He's major league ready with his glove. He then goes out and trades for IKF, who's the third baseman, and goes, no, he's the shortstop. But then what about the plan? What about this plan that you guys are bullshitting us about? Nobody would have been upset if Brian Cashman came out and said, look, we passed up on Correa, we passed up on this guy because we really like what Peraza can do. I don't think me, you, anybody would have sat there and go, you know what? That is dumb. That is stupid.
0: I said in the offseason, if you if your plan is to not sign any one of these top shortstops, then just let Oswald Peraza start. If you're telling me his glove is major league ready, just let him play. But right. yeah, I don't know if you caught this in in any of the, the conversations that were that were had either on, on K Show Thursday or in the press conference on Friday. The Yankees were making excuses for why they didn't have Peraza up here. Yeah. Uh, uh, I forget exactly what they were saying, but oh, he needed to develop this or or whatever that. And like, I'm saying to myself, like, if you don't have confidence in, let's say, Peraza came up here and he batted 150 in April, if you don't have confidence in him to overcome that, then he's not anybody. He he's just not anybody that we can have any faith in.
1: Yep. And no, that that is exactly you're right. They were making excuses on why Peraza wasn't up in July, because they mentioned that IKF basically came out and said, you know, uh, he was asking for help, and nobody was kind of helping him when it came to to defense at short. And Boone was like, well, that's who he is. That's who he is. He's going to be hard on himself. Yeah, that's okay. But at the end of the day, when he was really struggling, you guys also had another guy on the left side of the infield that was also very much struggling. So there was never a thought in an organization that is expected to win a World Series – that maybe the guy who we traded for, that's a thir- gold glove third baseman, could play third, and we get our young guy up here, and we move Donaldson around a little bit. Play him every now and then, get this guy some at-bats. But they didn't do it. And as, you know, I want to shout out Philo right here in the chat. Peraza was hitting over 350, um after the middle of June. So he just went on a tear. He was ready. The glove, the bat was there. And we were, again, promised and bullshitted. I do this almost every year now. I take quotes from what the Yankees told us and then match it to what they actually do, and it's always bullshit. It's the same thing with Peraza. The bat didn't come around. Well, when the bat came around, why was the stopgap not gone and he was up?
0: Peraza hit. Did, I, what did hit, like 308? Well, I, I know it was truncated yeah, play. Yeah, 308. He, he hit like 308. Show. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't show you anything... That He shouldn't have been starting in the postseason. And this just came across. So Rizzo officially opted out of his contract, yeah, so he's a figured. free agent. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised by that. I would like to – I mean, he, Rizzo – just a little spoiler. Rizzo's going to be on the list next week. Uh, I'd like to see Rizzo come back. I really don't think yeah. the Yankees have a plan at first base, and they I don't. do think – I think they, <laughs> they don't have a plan for anything, dude. Let's be honest.
1: No, and then and then the, the, the Japanese player, Murakami, he's not going to be available. He might be posted next year, so – I I don't I hope the Yankees don't even see something like that. Like, ah, let's just stick somebody there for a year, and that's the stopgap position. But yeah, I mean Lemayo's. I on think Rizzo's the, uh, the guy.
0: Lemayu's on the roster, so I I mean like that's what scares me about potentially losing a guy like Rizzo is because the Yankees would do something dumb yep. like play Rizzo uh, play LeMail over there at first base. But yep. um, another thing I wanted to touch on from the pre- from the from uh, the press conferences during the past week is that. Not once, but twice, Aaron Boone said that he doesn't fear for his job safety.
1: Yep, as a problem.
0: So, so why? So tell me why. If you're Aaron Boone, would you even buy? Why would you fear your job safety when the guy that hires you doesn't have to fear for his job safety? Yeah, you wouldn't.
1: You're 100% right. You wouldn't. So, And here's the problem, too. Another thing I noticed in that he said he doesn't look at any criticisms. Boone, he said pay, this. No, Boone said this. He well, doesn't pay he attention should. to no critic. There you go. Maybe maybe there comes a point where you maybe listen to some of the critic and go, well, what is it that that people are saying about me, or or what? And again, I do know, you know, professional athletes a lot of times they don't want to go into what fans are saying about them, and I I completely get it. But I do think there comes a time where Boone is right now. Why is there such a great disconnect? Why why are the fans so angry? About me, about... What is it? Let me just see what some of them are saying. I'm not saying turn on one of my one of my rants calling them a cocksucker and stuff like that. It is, it is what it is. You don't have to see that. But my goodness, I mean, to just sit there and go, hey, guys, I'm safe. It is what it is. That's basically what he's telling you. Criticisms. What? What's criticism? I'm here. When I signed that contract, I'm here. It's no big deal to me. He flat out even said, Christian, I tweeted it immediately. I said, no, you need to be the leader. He said, I came back when I had to resign. I wanted to come back for the camaraderie, for for the, the the team, with the players. Bro, you're the manager. Be the leader. This is not a kumbaya session. Be the leader. That's what you're paid to do. I came back for the camaraderie. What is that? What?
0: Didn't Tony Soprano once say, I don't care if you love me, but you will respect me? Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Told the Christopher
0: that he he is supposed to be the voice in that locker room yep above everybody else's and i just don't feel like people say oh he always has his players back well that's great but when does it, when it comes time to actually put your foot down and lead the team i'd have no faith in him to do that
1: bro did you like his answer on donaldson what he so here's the funny, the funniest thing about this, and, and the reason why I want to bring this up is like you just said, about you got to be the, the leader in the room, right? And, yeah, I want to be, I have my guys back, but there does come a time where having a guy's back does not mean that you don't criticize them because if they can handle it and you know these guys so well, you should be able to simply say, hey, look, no, he wasn't good. Brian Cashman did it to his credit. He said, hey, no, Donaldson was not good offensively. He wasn't a good player offensively for us. Aaron Boone when he went when he at when he was asked about Donaldson specifically. This guy took a long pause and then he just comes out and goes, "But I mean defensively, he was just amazing." It's like, "Bro, we know that. The reason people are asking questions about JD is because you stuck up for the guy when he had some of the worst at-bats in the postseason that we have all ever seen. And you won't even dare comment on it. That's a problem. You're in New York. You're not in Arizona. Derek Jeter just said it on drink champs. I-, I tweeted a bunch of the clips out. Yankee fans want accountability. It's not about being assholes. We want accountability. Sit there and say, here's the problems. Sit there and tell us. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't bullshit it. Don't tell us, ah, but his defense is good. Don't worry about it. That th- th- we don't expect that from Don. We expect the 20-plus homers. We got nothing from this guy.
0: We had him crying in tore his chest.
1: Oh, yeah, we're back. Remember that? Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful uh, moment of the season.
0: I hope they sold enough t-shirts.
1: Yeah, definitely. I wiped my ass with two of
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if if you legitimately got angry by listening to those two guys on Friday, then I don't know what to tell you because nothing they said got me that upset except for the whole process thing because it's all the same regurgitated garbage that we hear from them time after time after time. The only, like I said, the only thing that came out of nowhere really was the whole process thing. And it just yep. further emphasizes the point that there's no accountability on this team. None. Yep. Oh, the process. That's why they stick with these guys all the time because, oh, oh, uh, IKF is the best defensive shortstop in baseball. What are you watching? Because yeah. he because he works hard? A lot of people work hard. That doesn't mean that they should keep their jobs as they're bad at them.
1: Yep. And Jack Curry kind of shut that down really quickly, which was nice to hear. I'm sitting there watching this, and I said, all right, I wanted to go live for the whole thing, but I was like, let me just hear it and actually pay attention to it. And uh, after Sweeney Murdy kind of went at Boone and Boone got a little feisty with him and was defending yeah. IKF, It immediately goes to the Yes Network, and he's like, you know, there's as many as analytics that say he is good, and there's many that say he's bad. But, but, when you saw Peraza play, the eye test immediately told you he is as smooth as smooth gets at shortstop. He turns plays well, and analytic numbers always loved him in the minor leagues, the Yankees already knew that. So why the hell wasn't he not playing? Why was even he not? It's, it's, it's very simple.
0: That one game that he started in the ALCS, he dove towards the third. He dove towards the third base side and he missed the ball, right? It was yeah. a hard. But even the way I said this to myself, I go, he didn't make that play. But the way he attacked the ball there is how a shortstop is supposed to attack the ball in a situation yeah. like that. I go, you would never see IKF look as good as he did in not making a play. Like, that made me more confident in Peraza playing shortstop than any play that he made because I'm saying to myself, this guy just knows how he should be attacking the ball.
1: Well, there's actually analytic numbers that tell you, you know, whatever, what is it, something with range or something like that, and IKF actually ranked very high. Where IKF ranked very, very low was balls hit to him. Like, the balls he had to come in on, he can't make those plays. And then his arm is extremely below average.
0: Oh, he sucks. So
1: whenever it's a tough play and it's like, man, okay, he's in the hole, made a good play, throw to first. Doesn't got him. He's safe. So it's, again, I mentioned this the other day on Designated Spitters, and I wanted to be clear about this. I think everybody feels the same way. I think Yankee fans, because Yankee fans get a better rap, oh, they hate IKF. The Yankees made Yankee fans hate IKF. Not IKF. IKF's done nothing wrong.
0: Yeah, IKF, well... IKF's on the list today, so I mean, if you want to discuss that when we get to him, yeah, no, you... definitely. Yeah, no no, 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 yeah. I think definitely. that's Makes a, sense. I think that's a bigger point that we could bring up when, uh, when uh, he comes up because you, you are right about that. But I mean, just to finish up this point here, it's, it's. I wish I feel like run it back Wednesday would have been sounds better than run it back Friday. So I wish they would have just did this on Wednesday. But I mean. You, you always say this, man, and I and I always – and I love you, dude, but I want you to be wrong so bad about it. But I, <laughs> the more and more that we get down the road here, I can't see another way is that you said as long as this, this regime is in place, they're not going to win a World Series. And I just – it's hard to see how they are unless – here's another thing, right? Before we, we get to the actual polls, I want to bring this yeah. up to you, right? Okay, so – Craig Carton, right? He brings this up on his show the other day and he says the problem is the Yankees spending, right? He says that if you look at the percentage of revenue reinvested into the payroll, it's like 30% or something like that or even lower. He says that's a problem. It should be like 50% or higher, which is the Yankees made $800 million this year, which is a real possibility. That means their payroll should be $400 million, which is absolutely absurd. Yeah. that you need to spend that money on on a baseball team. Yep. And here's my further point, right? So let's say if you and they were they didn't have updated data. They only had up to 2019. So if you took the 2019 data, that means the Yankees payroll this year should have been around 340ish or something yep. like that. Yep. yep. So if the Yankees had an extra what what would that have been? An extra 80 seven, million roughly $80 million? 70, 70, spend, do you trust that that money would have been spent properly? No. And that's the bigger no. pro- that's the problem right there. Yeah. You, I can I can keep funneling out money. I can just like, okay, here spend as much as you want. Boom, 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 boom. If you can't spend it properly, what does it matter how much money I put into this team?
1: Correct. And and that's why uh, people get mad at me a lot because oh Pete, you missed Hal Steinberg. You missed Hal Steinberg. I go I go look. The only beef I have with Hal Steinberg is that he doesn't just put his foot down. But at the end of the day, with spending money, he's given enough money for this team to win. It's the way that Brian Cashin has spent the money. That's my problem. So yeah, if, if you if you had a good GM, right, and you go, hey guys, let's revisit last offseason. What are we gonna what, what what could we what could we have done differently? Well, you know, I mean, we could have put Correa at shortstop and had Correa and Urshela at third base. That probably would have made a big difference. Maybe we also signed a guy like Marte, and we would have had a leadoff hitter all year. Or we traded for Benny Early. I, I don't know, uh, anything like that. Or we or we just, or him and, and, and that's it, and we we got Correa. This team is a much better club, immediately. You know, here's a team that may have never went on a downward spiral. They may have never went on a, on, on a spiral and started the struggle, if they had certain guys in place. But again, you know, George, oh, I think there, there was one year or something like that, where he spent like, I think it was like 70-something percent of revenue went back to payroll. It was like a, some absurd number when it was like he threw everything back into payroll for the team. And we know Steinberg, the new, new little Stein, is not going to do that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you can't get mad at Steinberg if, oh, he doesn't spend enough. Bro, what is enough? What is enough? I mean, $260-something million is a lot of money on a ball club.
0: Look how it's spent. You had what, uh, thirty-five-ish million dollars and two relievers that did yeah, nothing for you this terrible, year. Terrible. I know you couldn't do anything with Zach Britton, right? Because he was coming off Tommy John. You just had to deal with that. But you mean to tell me you couldn't figure out how to get a Rollers Chapman and at least eat and, and at least get half of that off the pay, off the books this year? Of you couldn't you could. figure that out.
1: I'm so sick of fans saying that stuff, Bottle. I real. I'm so tired of that shit. Oh, but they can't trick guys. Do, you, do we understand, go through, just do some research a little The Red bit. Sox dumped half their Bro, team. Two, almost $200 million. They dumped it on another club. They were they, like, hey, well, we'll give you something, pay a little bit, take it. No Adrian, problem. What
0: is it, Adrian Gonzalez, David Adrian Price? Adrian Gonzalez,
1: David Price, and Carl Crawford.
0: They were just like, we're done. We're This isn't working here.
1: It could have, And look, what are we bitching about? We're bitching about 20, $21 million and $10 million. And Hicks and Donaldson, you can't move that? Come on now. Come on, you can move that. And they should. If somebody posted on Twitter the other day, we all know that Donaldson's going to be the starting third base. And if he is, again, it's the same thing I said with with Sanchez. If he's back to start the year, you better believe I'm coming on live again. And I'm saying, folks, get ready for the same shit. Because they haven't learned yet. They haven't learned. Get ready for the same. And you know what's going to be even worse? It's going to get even worse because everybody's getting better. The Orioles are getting better. They're going to spend money this offseason. The Jays are going to get better. The The, the Rays are going to be better. The they, Red Sox, believe it or not, are probably going to be better.
0: Uh, Baltimore tried. Didn't they throw some money at somebody last offseason? They trying to
1: get uh, Correa for like 300 Right,
0: minutes? right. They did. And I knew that they tried to get one of those big free agents. They just couldn't land them.
1: So, I mean, just, you know, stop the shit. It, it, it's just... It it drives me mad that that what we need to acknowledge here is that we have the wrong man making these calls. Brian Cashman is not the guy for this job no more. It's that simple.
0: It, It it really that's what it comes down to, bro. It's like people it's not that we don't appreciate what he's done here, because yeah, he's done but here here's the one thing that I cannot get over with him. It's not even that he doesn't have any accountability for his for his employees. He's a scummy little fucking weasel, and We're that's weasel, what weasel, no doubt. that's what pisses me off the most about him. And wh- I forget the name of it. What was Jeter on that you did? Do- What's the name of the show? Uh, Drink Champs. Drink Champs, right? And I knew that he did this. It's just something that you don't have in the front of your mind. Is that when Jeter was a free agent, he straight up told Cashman, "I'm not going anywhere."
1: Can I play it? Go ahead, yeah, absolutely. Here you go, guys, listen to this. This is is Jeter on Drink Champs talking about when he was a free agent. I was only a free agent once. Oh, Hold on a second. I forgot it does this. I got to put it up here. My career. And right when World Series is over, you can be a free agent. I went and met with our owner and GM, team president, my agent. And I said, look, verbatim, I'm not going anywhere they anywhere. I said, I told my agent, I probably shouldn't do this in negotiations. <laughs> but I told my agent, if any other team calls, tell him I'm not interested. Just treat me fire fairly. Fire fire fairly. Fire. Don't make it public. What? Only thing I ask. And then, they made it and then they made it public. Yeah. Was that the kid or was that the boss? No, that was um, front office. Was the boss still around at that time? No. There you go. He,
0: I'm telling you, Derek Jeter fucking hates Brian Cashman. Hates him. You I mean, could just tell. You just tell in his voice the way he responded to that. But just that, if you re, if you go back and now you put one and one together, is it any surprise that he pulled that shit with Aaron Judge in in, the, in uh, before opening day?
1: No, because Brian Cashman is not loyal to anybody. Brian Cashman, you could tell who he is. He he his ego drives him, and Brian Cashman believes he is the Yankees. And if anybody doesn't believe that, there's so much evidence out there that shows that to you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something right here about Derek Jeter, and, he, and he's 100% right. Here's the thing that bothered me the most about that. Derek Jeter never had to come out and, and tell the Yankees flat, hey, look, guys, I'm not going nowhere. We all know that, but that that is bad tactics. That's bad negotiation. That Hey, I'm going to tell the team. I'm only coming here, so give me whatever the hell it is. Just take care of me. I've been here forever. That's all I'm asking. Just treat me fairly. That's it. And all oh, the only demand I have is that you guys don't make this public. And the scummy fuck comes out and decides I'm going to make this pub public because you want to know why he does it? He did it the same reason he did it for Aaron Judge. Let the fans say, fuck him, the Yankees tried. Mm. And that Aaron Judge just said, nope, up your ass, asshole. Now you're going to really talk to me. And good for Judge. That's what I'm I'm telling people. If Judge decides, I'm not going to give the Yankees a break. I'm not going to be mad at him, bro. I'm not going to be mad at Judge for saying, hey, they gave me more money. I'm going there. I'm not going to be upset for Aaron Judge for that. I'm just not. But we'll see what happens. No, I can't.
0: No, I wouldn't hate on Aaron Judge, but it would just, it wouldn't, it's not going to sit well if he leaves. I'm telling you, it's just not going to something that I'm going to sit here and be okay with, because that's what everybody's talking about. P. Oh, they got to go to what is what is Plan B anyway? What is Plan B? How do you replace one of the top? You don't. Five, well, how do you replace one of the top five, ten players in baseball?
1: You can't. And you could argue he's the best player in baseball. You can't. What do you? How do you replace Aaron Judge? What, you know what you have to do again. This goes back to what I what I've been talking about. It goes back to having to be creative. Brian Cashman ain't that dude, man. He'll try his hard out to trade for Otani. He'll try something like that. But what any smart GM would then do is go, okay, we got to restructure our offense. We're not going to be this home run driven club without Judge here. So what do we do? Well, we got we to gotta score different ways. We got to model that a little after the Astros. We got to hope that Giancarlo Stan can hit 30, 30, 30, 40 home runs a season. We got to hope that maybe we get Rizzo or somebody back that could pop another twenty twenty five, but then we got to build around contact and speed. Trust me, Cashman ain't that guy. He's not that guy.
0: No, that's why he traded for Josh Donaldson, and he allowed another. He allowed that GM to get creative and get the guy that he really needed to play shortstop <laughs> uh, for him.
1: Unbelievable. But I'm, unbelievable. I'm telling
0: you, as long as I'm as long as my voice is heard over these airwaves, I'm not going to let Brian Cashman live that down.
1: Never. He shouldn't. I mean. He should be fired for it.
0: I there's mean... no way you could if I was in charge of the Yankees, bro, there's no way you could have walked into my fucking office after you did that and and survived. And maybe, maybe not. honestly, honestly, I'll give you I'll put a caveat on that. Maybe you could have. Maybe you could have walked in there and, and told me what you were doing and explained it all to me, and I would have said, All right, you're the GM. But the minute Carlos Correa signs with the Twins because of the pay- <laughs> <laughs> because of the payroll relief you gave them, and it's and it was a one year deal, you're gone.
1: I mean, is this that's like the ultimate betrayal? It's like you betrayed me. You just made me pay for their contract. You basically just made me become a fool in your fool's game by by relieving them money. So they could go out and get a better infield than us. Who the hell does this? Well, and this by the way, before you before you move forward, we got a we got a super chat from Roldy. He said, "What up, Pete? Fellas having Cashman and Boone means status quo. Those two are the downfall of this organization. When the Giants had D.G., I said that organization would be going downhill, and that's what happened. I'm so disappointed." So you know more about Giants football than yeah, I do, I apparently that, it's kind of similar.
0: I've been making that point. It got to the point where the public embarrassment was so bad for the Giants that their owner said, enough, I can't continue to do things the way that I've been doing. And they brought in guys from outside of their organization. And now look, the Giants, have their they have turned it around.
1: The, Maybe it'll happen one day.
0: Yeah, well, I, hell, I, I mean, honestly, and that's – this is the one thing I want to say is, do you think how is going to step it up for these, in these negotiations for judge? Because even if, even if he's not a baseball guy, he's a business guy. Yeah. And who's And who is his marquee guy?
1: He can't, of course,
0: honestly, can he, what can he afford to let Aaron judge walk out the door?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, and yeah, I I actually do believe that he's going to have a lot of say in what happens with judge. Um, he's a fan of Judge too, per what I was told earlier in the office. I actually talked about that quite a bit, that when when I was told early on about Yankee plans, one of the main things I was told was that they don't want to spend because they want to resign Aaron Judge. And of course they tried it and it didn't work out to the number that Judge wanted, and we're at where we're at now. Here's my only concern, and and I, I've I've said the biggest mistake that the New York Yankees have made is that they have not locked up Aaron Judge yet and they made the whole shamble out of this thing the way they did because Aaron Judge is not going to do what Edwin Diaz did. He's not going to say, I don't need to hear from other teams. I like that offer. I'm going. If the Yankees came out right now and said, hey, Aaron, here's $36 million a year for eight years, I don't think he's going to say, let me sign a dotted contract. No. I think Judge is going to prove his point to the Yankees. That's what I think Aaron Judge's endgame is here is that you guys said I'm not worth my Trout uh, uh, Trout money. You guys basically said that. There was rumors about, oh, he wanted this, he wanted that. Well, whatever happened, they felt he's not worth Garrett Cole money. I think Aaron Judge is going to wait, and Aaron Judge is going to come to the Yankees and flat out say, well, the Giants think I am. Well, the Rangers think I am. So let's talk and see where you guys are at. He I truly believe he's he gonna do can't it.
0: go to the Rangers, bro. Come well, on. Well,
1: no, I'm just simply saying
0: a team that are <laughs> i going to offer I him, know that they have money and they're going to. I've heard that they want to make a run at him, but he. Can't. I think
1: I think Rodon's their guy. I think he's they're going to lock up he Rodon. He
0: can't pretty quickly. do that.
1: No, I think the Giants or the Padres, <laughs> even the Padres, could be a real could be a real threat for him. But I truly believe that he he wants. To see what other teams see him like the Yankees did.
0: At the end of the day, he could sign with the Yankees, and I'm praying that he does because I honestly I don't want him to go anywhere. But he's gonna make them sweat. Even if he's saying to himself right now right now, like he knows in the back of his mind he's like, Okay, because I keep throwing this out, three twenty four is Cole's number. Yeah. If the Yankees offer him more than Cole, I think he's coming back.
1: Yeah. He has the thing though.
0: But he's does, going does
1: somebody, to Does somebody else blow him out the water so much Where now it becomes too tough for the Yankees Does it get to a number where the Yankees say just no And then he has to decide Hey if you want to be a Yankee We already offer you a major deal Like it's not too different But I understand where you're at But what, what do you want to do here
0: uh, yeah, I mean that's the position they put themselves in, and I tweeted this yesterday that when the transactions came through the, because the World Series is over. Aaron Judge is officially a free agent; he's no longer a member of the New York Yankees. And if you go on their forty-man roster page, his name is not on there, but Aaron Hicks's name is on there. And I tweeted, <laughs> and I tweeted this: Aaron Hicks. I mean, Aaron Judge is no longer a member of the New York Yankees, but Aaron Hicks is. Let that sink in, and you got all these mindless idiots. Be like, that's just because he's a free agent, and but he- yeah, I understand. That's not the point, yeah. That's not the idiots. point. That is not the point. The point is that the Yankees have allowed it to get to this point that Aaron Judge is not a member of their organization, right? They Aaron have allowed exactly. They've allowed somebody to come and steal their girl. Is basically yeah. the best way I could put it. Slap like, her
1: on the cheeks right in front of you and everything, and just like, "Come with me, baby. Come on." That's
0: what know, they've done. That's exact you you cannot allow another man in on your girl, and that's exactly what the Yankees have she might come back to you you might you might think that she's coming back to you and she' very well white be, but she could also see somebody with a nicer car yep. some somebody that doesn't talk shit about her,
1: yep, a little and, more she got all in their pocket,
0: hey, you know what you allowed that to happen. The yep. Yankees should have never let this man hit free agency and I've no. I don't care if he comes back and, and and he's here for the rest of it. He this should we should not have ever been wasted a second talking about Aaron Judge being a free agent because he yep. should have never been.
1: And then we got another super chat here from our guy Roldy he says, Can we finally stop this notion that New York media is tough? New York media has become the softest media, I think, in the States. Giants, Rangers, Yankees, and the Knicks beat reporters are not challenging anymore. Um, I don't know about other clubs, but I said this. I think the Yankees beat writers are just as bad as the owners and everybody else because one of the great things, and by the way, I'm going to have Kevin Kernan back on very, very soon, probably this this coming, maybe later this week or early next week. But um, Kevin Kernan, you know, was with the New York Post for 30-plus years, whatever it was, an insane amount of time. And he, used to see, he told me flat, he goes, Pete, I always saw myself as the – the middleman for the fans to the, to the front office and the players and owners. What I hear from you all, I ask them. And they just don't do that no more. I think Brandon Cunty, I call him Brandon Cunty, not, not Cuddy. Brandon Cunty. He mentioned that one of the first questions was something the fans are upset and this and that. But then he never referenced anything towards the fans. I always said it. I would have loved if somebody just simply said, hey guys. I Moon, I understand you don't listen to the criticisms. But what do you think the disconnect really is? Than between the fans and the front office because there is a severe disconnect out there, severe disconnect from what you all continue to do to what the fans believe you all should be doing. Nobody ever considers looking into this. Or, or what do you guys feel? I don't. I think that's just a very simple question to ask, and I think it it holds a lot of water. because the, yeah,
0: because the 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 uh the writers, okay, the beat guys, whatever you want to call it, whoever they are. They, they're non-confrontational, okay? Yeah. They're, they they have grown up in a different era. This is how they act outside of their jobs. So uh, to expect them to... You know, Sweeney's a little older, right? So right. He, he kind of is beyond that generation. So for him to kind of jab Boone a little bit, okay. But you got all these younger people in there now, you know, triple-masked, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Standing outside in, in a field where there's only three other people, you expect them to get into a confrontation with Aaron no. Boone?
1: No. 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 Unfor- unfortunately not. That's where we are. But, you know, all that, that powers the Yankees very nicely.
0: So, are you ready to get into these polls here?
1: I've I'm, 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 I'm been waiting for these polls for weeks now.
0: Uh, before, I just want one last thing on these press conferences. The one thing that Aaron Boone did that I, I actually liked is he didn't take on the fans. He did not he stared away from he, taking on I, the fans. Yeah,
1: yeah. He did. He answered that great. He was just like, no, we got the best fans in the world. He did. He answered it right. And he said I think he said too, is that they're very smart and they demand the best. And no, good for good for him on that one.
0: Because my God, you would if he would have taken on the fans. Oh, he'd have been done. Bro, don't show up next year. Just
1: facts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Facts. Don't show up next year.
1: I'd be going. I'd be going to game one, ready to roll.
0: All right, we got ten guys on the list this week. Uh, we got a nice, uh, a nice mix of uh, hitters and pitchers. Okay, all pretty lopsided in terms of the voting, except for one player. We'll get to him a little, a little bit later on here. But the first guy up is John uh, Carlos Stan. The fans voted seventy-eight percent to keep John Carlos Stan. What do you say about that, Pete?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, look, I mean, I know a lot of people ask me about this, too, is, that, you know, if if the Yankees could move him, would you? I mean, I, I would. Personally, I'd consider it. And let me just tell you why I'd consider it. When Cashman was, when, excuse me, not Cashman, when Stanton was traded to the New York Yankees, the idea was, cool, he'll be in left field. He'll be a natural outfield. He's good out there. He's not some... You know, he's not, he's not a, a cautionary player out there. we scared when the ball's hit to him. He's not that type of guy. He's good. But now that he just logs and clogs up the DH spot, I think if there was a trade out there, I think even the Yankees would be interested in it. But in reality, I don't think there's a trade out there as of right now for, for for Stanton. I don't think Stanton also wants to leave. I think he wants to win as a Yankee. And Boone did also kind of say about him, going back to that conference, that he does want to see him in the outfield a little more. That was also another good thing. He said he thinks it keeps him healthier. So, you know, Boone is the manager, so I would assume you got a little more control of him playing there, but maybe maybe we see him out there more. But no, I agree with the majority of the fans there to say keep him.
0: Yeah, I'm a big John Stanton fan, man. I vote to keep. Uh, Stanton. it's just this year he frustrated me because he was hurt and when he came back he just wasn't good but again I, he's one of these guys where I almost don't even look at what he does in the regular season it's all about October for Stanton for me and I know the overall numbers weren't great for him in the postseason but he had a couple of really big impactful home runs in in, in the division series so he was one of the few guys that made an impact offensively throughout the Yankees short stay in the postseason. Yep. So for me, uh it's it's still a keep for John Carl Stanton. Makes
1: um, sense. Before you move on, Christian, let me get to this super chat. And I want to answer it really quickly. Roldy says, okay, so how do we change the media? This can't go on without uh, uh voices being heard. How do we change this? Roldy, right here. Right here. And and I just want to throw it out there really quick. I've been telling fans this is a long time. The 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 more networks like NYY news tv grows and we're able to do what we want to do and and keep getting more voices out there trust me we're more powerful than the media when you got videos that are going to go viral uh things like that and, and more fans share and they're, they're along with what we're saying because christian i don't know if you feel this way a lot of the way we felt in the off season is how do fans feel now we were just ahead of the curve
0: i dude look i i I say this like half jokingly, but not really, is that a lot of the stuff that we've said on NYYst over the course of what six seasons now, it maybe wasn't the the cool thing to say at the time, but if you look six months a year or even two years later down the road, people pick up on it. yeah so um I'm, I'm, you know we we're not speaking to make when we first started this show, right we had a bunch of beat writers on, we were trying to get guests. I don't care about getting guests anymore. I care about speaking the truth. So if that offends people and they don't want to come on the show, fine. I don't care because I'd rather have the integrity of being who we are and speaking how we feel and giving the fans. Hey, your tagline for this network is real talk for real fans. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. If this is how we feel, this is how we feel. And fans are going to feed into that. So that's yeah. just the way it is, you know.
1: I agree, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing it.
0: So just to read a quick comment here, we got a, our buddy Joey Kobani says, people are going to hate me for this, but dump him. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. Not playing the field really makes the team roster construction flawed. Plus, I prefer the DH to be a rotating spot. Love him as a player and a person, but it's a dump. And then he goes, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're okay in there. Look, I mean, I don't look. I'll be honest with you, man. I actually I – actually, Um, Not that I agree with it overall, but I appreciate that he has a reason why. It's not because, oh, he sucks, I don't like him. It's because, you know, in a sense, the guy we got has been a DH. And I don't think that's what the Yankees originally initiated in getting him for, to be a DH. And it does clog up a spot a little bit. But I I, I do not agree with necessarily just dumping Giancarlo Stanton.
0: So before we move on to the next player, I want to make this point here is that I know a lot of fans and Bryce Harper killed in the postseason. I'm a big Bryce Harper fan when he was on the market with Machado. He was I wanted him if you would rank it one to ten. It was like a ten to a two. That's how much more I wanted Harper than Machado. Right. But this this idea that if we had didn't get Stan, we could have had Harper. No, 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 no. I don't agree with that at all. We don't have Bryce Harper because we had Jacoby Ellsbury. We had uh, Aaron Hicks. We had Brett Gardner. We had Cliff Frazier, who who – uh brian cashman cited it for the reason why we don't have bryce harper but they never wanted to play the freaking kid yeah so those are the reasons why we don't have bryce harper not john carl stan i think fans have an unfair an unfair view towards stan because of that these are other reasons why harper is not here more so than john carl stan and that's my opinion
1: no you're right you're at you're you're spot on um And Harper's only getting like twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven million a year. Yeah, what did we pay Josh
0: Donaldson this year?
1: Exactly. So, and look, there's so many guys that we could talk about Cashman all day, but he's missing out on everybody. Carlos Correa just got twenty something million. I mean, you could go down a list of people he missed. And by the way, speaking of uh, Jackson Frazier. Clint Frazier. Marlon okay, don't want to trigger. Okay, don't want right. to trigger him, all, all right? right. Okay, I'm just gonna trigger something real quick. He's playing the Dominican Republic. He's making a comeback, alright? The guy's down there eating some uh some rice and beans, ready to play some ball. He's ready to rock and roll.
0: All right, so next up here is a rollers chapman.
1: <laughs> oh, I love the let me hear these numbers.
0: Ninety seven percent dump a Chapman. Yeah, who's chapman. the
1: three assholes? Who's the who's the three assholes in the three percent that said to keep him?
0: I I gotta figure there's always gotta be a percentage of people that are just trolling these polls. Oh, definitely,
1: definitely. Because
0: I I did not get one comment of anybody explaining why they would want to keep him.
1: What would the hell would the comment be? (laughs) What would the comment be? I mean, come on. The guy the guy betrayed his own team. He left his own team to dry. Get it the hell with him.
0: I mean, when I put the bliss together, Chris said to me, and unfortunately Chris had something come up at the last minute, he couldn't join us, but he'll be back next week. Um he said, Why would you even put him on here? It's so obvious. And I said, You want to know why? Because I want to motherfuck this guy one more time out yep. the door, okay? Yep. Yep. Fuck him, this soft ass quitting bitch that quit on this team because he didn't have the confidence in himself to earn a spot on the postseason roster. Thank God we never have to listen, look at him smirking or doing any of the or sweating like a. Like, like Patrick Ewing in the fourth quarter or any of these god, are throwing a ball 10 feet over the catcher's head, long darting of not even long darting a slider piece. This guy long darts fastballs. Uh, he's,
1: he's, he's a train wreck. He's a train wreck. I guess the only thing that gets me mad about the Yankees is that, you know, when when Boone was like, no, we asked him to stay home. At that point too, don't, don't give us the shit that, well, maybe if we get, no, don't even give him that option. Don't even think about that. Well, maybe if we advance, we'll reconsider it. No, 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 no. The hell with him. That whole clubhouse should have simply just sat there and said, "The hell with him." Dump his ass. Dump his ass. Release. him, matter of fact, let him go home early.
0: There was a there was a report coming. I was like, "My had to be late August when I, right around the uh, leg infection shit came out."
1: Should have been that, released then. I actually that they said were, that.
0: That they said they, they they were contemplating DFAing him.
1: I remember that. Yep. Why didn't you? Yeah, right then with the whole leg thing. Yeah. Uh, during a playoff run, you do this stupid shit? No, DFA him. D- D- we don't need you. We don't need you. You're not going to contribute to us. We don't need you. Bye. You
0: Something had guys up. like Ben and LeMayu and, and Carpenter who were legitimately hurt, and they were doing everything yep. that they could possibly do to help this team win. And this yep. fucking jerk off can't get on a plane from Miami to go through a bullpen session, which I guarantee fucking you, Pete. I guarantee you that son of a bitch would have been put on the fucking roster because of how desperate they were uh, needing arms in that bullpen and he still couldn't be fucking bothered because he didn't trust himself. So fuck him. I, I'm and why I I know he, he'll wind up somewhere next year. Yeah, he would have
1: made I agree, but he would have made the roster. I agree with you.
0: I'm just glad that he's not our fucking problem anymore.
1: Yeah, the hell with him.
0: So fuck him. And our boy Timonville Maddox says, 3% of the people who responded to this poll were apparently dropped on their heads as babies. (laughs) Only logical explanation.
1: That's it.
0: All right, next up here, we got Andrew Benintendi. The the fans voted 86% keep on Andrew Benintendi.
1: Yeah, I'm there with you. I'm there with you on Benny, and I got a little got a little scoop to break on Benny. I was told today. Oh yeah. Heard the the Minnesota Twins are all after him. Are going to be very very hot on the tails of Benny. The Minnesota Twins.
0: See, I can't see the Yankees really chasing him, but I would love to see him coming back. I'm but big... have you
1: have you seen some of the projections right now? What yeah, it's like seventeen
0: AAV, right?
1: I don't know, man. I mean, look, not that I'm saying I wouldn't do it. I'm talking about our new our new ownership with a little bit. You know, I don't know. We got to get judged. What are we going to do here. I don't know if they lock in, you know, two of these guys for sixty, seventy million altogether. I don't he just, know.
0: He just makes so much sense to this team. Oh, and, no doubt. And when we sat here and we recorded after the Yankees got eliminated, I said to my and I said on the show, I said, "How much credence do you give Lemayu and and Benintendi not being available to really hampering this team? Not saying they would have beat the Astros, but would have given them a better chance." And you heard yeah. them fucking make that excuse. In their, post, in their in their press conferences that, oh, we didn't have Ben Attendee, we didn't have LeMayu, yeah. these are guys, these are bat-to-ball guys, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I do think that having Ben Attendee for a full year, putting him in the leadoff spot, asshole.
1: Well, that's the other concern, isn't it? But isn't that the other concern, really? Like, most of the like, – when we all got Benny, I remember – we got a group chat, like the team that we we talked throughout the day. But I remember when we got him, we were all like, oh, man, a leadoff hitter. And then – He's batting fifth and sixth and fourth and third. I'm saying, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, and then
0: he's like one for his first 30. Well, why are you batting him fucking seventh?
1: You're you you're putting him up to fail. I'm like, guys.
0: And then like he moves to the top of like the a... lineup, and he starts tearing the cover off the ball. I was like, wow. I was like, yeah. yeah.
1: What do you expect? Who he was who in the world Series. He was who in the knew? World Series batting second. I mean, he's known as a high on-base percentage, high average player. Top of the order. That's why I keep saying, Aaron Boone, please, do me a favor. Don't give me the, I'm a baseball guy, bro. (laughs) I don't want to hear that bullshit. Any baseball, let me tell you something. The man who just won the World Series, look at his lineups. They never changed. They never changed.
0: The only time it changed, uh, he... Sometimes Vasquez caught in yeah. gir- and Gurley and girly- uh, gir- I can't even say his fucking name.
1: Gurley I like the yeah. Gurley L. actually <laughs> sounds really good for him, actually. He, he got hurt, Gurriel. so they, they had to, and, uh, other than that, it, when did they change your lineup? You know when who they- your one through six is, you at least know that, you're like, alright, we know who the one through six is. High on got- base percentage, average up top, power behind it.
0: So I'm a bit I wanted Ben Intendi last trade deadline. I was on you this did. show saying that they should get Ben Intendi last trade deadline. I want the Yankees to bring back Ben Intendi. I want a full year of him at the top of this lineup. Now, if you look at this lineup where you know, you go Benintendi, LeMayu, wherever you want to go, mm-hmm. Judge, hopefully Rizzo's back. You know, that's your one through four stands in your five hole. That's a that's a that's a pretty solid one through five right there.
1: It is. It's you don't better.
0: have to. You don't have to fuck with that. Yep. The Yankees yep. need consistency in this lineup. This is something that they. They. I don't know. They, I guess they don't believe in it because it doesn't matter. They just never do it. But I would love to see. And not and on top of that. And he's a really great outfielder too. So I mean, he it's. A, it's really a, to me, it's a no brainer to bring. And he this guy could also. Back.
1: And and as the as the person, another thing that Derek Jeter brought up on Drink Champs is that he said baseball today has gotten him far too analytical. He said people, people forget that players have a heartbeat and that players, you can't just judge everything off of numbers. There are things that numbers can't define. Like he said, he specifically said you can't get a guy from like Milwaukee, throw him in New York and expect him to have the same numbers he had in Milwaukee. It's I got two basketball. words for you. What's that? Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, there you go. So, you know, when we're talking about, you know, a guy like Benny, for an example, this, again, this is why I love to use the Yankees on words against them. Brian Cashman just sat in a press conference and simply said, we want to get more contact. That's why we got Benintendi. Bro, where should contact be in the lineup? At the top. At the top. You guys are batting them fifth, sixth, seventh. Please make it make sense where the words you say match up with the actions on the field. That's the upsetting part. You're telling us one thing, you do another thing. I'm sick of
0: it. It's like you tell your kid don't do drugs but you got a fucking needle stuck in your arms, passed yeah. down on the couch every night. Like that's, yeah, exactly. that's what the that's what the fucking Yankees are.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Hey, hey kid, don't do drugs while I'm fucking high off my ass. Yeah,
1: don't do drugs while I sniff this line of coke <laughs> in front of your face. <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous.
0: So double O Griff says, one of the players I want back, uh, for sure, no matter what, if we had him, DJ and King, then we'd be in the World Series for sure. I don't I wouldn't go that far, but I would have loved to have seen the Yankees uh, the obviously would have helped the and Lemayu. I think they would have at least made it a series.
1: Yeah, they'd be better. I, I, I would say this. I think there's no doubt about it that the Astros are a far better team. And I don't want to hear you know whatever you want to say about past Astros stuff. They're a better club. I mean, when you watch that series, you, it was it was just as clear as day. I Games, mean, they're so structured. Well,
0: look they're what happened team. in Game Four. Dipshit number one and dipshit number two can't turn a double play. What happened yep. immediately?
1: They got yeah. destroyed. No, they capitalized I mean, get... immediately. Capitalized immediately on it, and the Yankees just don't do it. And it's funny, I, I I I bring it up a lot. When the Yankees were clinching against the Guardians, and I knew they were going to face the Astros, I, I said it. I said exactly what is going to happen in the series. I said exactly it. I said the only chance the Yankees have is if they capitalize on every play. They can't make errors. That means... You got to have Peraza as short. But, Even if you want to put IKF at third base, you got to change the way you've been playing baseball. So you got no shot.
0: Pete, come on. It was windy, okay?
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot <laughs> the roof. The roof was open. It was windy out. Caught something <sighs> at your mother's house. It was all that crazy crazy shit that Speaking on.
0: of dipshit number one and dipshit number two, next up on the list is Glaber Torres.
1: Ooh, this got to be a good one.
0: 62% dump on Glaber Torres.
1: Wow. I agree. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Christian. I thought it would be a little high. No, I kind of thought it would be a little more split with him. Because, look, let's be honest here. He's not as bad as Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez, I think the whole base is like, all right, even if we defended him, I'm done with this guy. But here's no, we've
0: my done, thing. We, we, we were the biggest Gary. Uh, Chris and I were the biggest Gary defenders. Even we jumped off that hill. We're like, we're Every, done.
1: I, oh, trust me. There's <laughs> many people that tweeted at me on Twitter all the time. And I was like, come on, guy. Really? Like, I was like, all right, whatever. But... When it comes to Glaber, I, I just, I'll just i be honest with you on this. Again, that's why I love listening to Derek Jeter. And, and he mentioned this today, too. He said flat out, the only players that he ever played with, that he had a problem with, were guys he knew didn't really care about winning. And they weren't there for the ultimate goal. Those are the guys that he said flat out, I wouldn't speak to them. I have issues with them. I do. I would have problems with them in the clubhouse. <laughs> Glaber Torres, to me, is not a winning ball player. He's not a guy I see that you could keep in the middle of order and let him keep playing. When, when you already have replacements in the organization, you there's no need to keep Glaber Torres no more. And again, it's another way to release some salary and add somewhere else.
0: Uh, I'm in agreement with everybody here. I'm a dump on Glaber Torres. I said it when he was going through that horrific slump in the second half of the year. He needs to be somebody else's problem, and I, I, I completely agree. It's, uh, stick with that. Um, I'm a. I've have a. I like Glaber. I I do, but I just like you said. it's Just like when I envision the Yankees winning a World Series, do I envision Glaber Torres being a part of that? And I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see that. And there's sometimes when I watch him, and I'm like, he actually. Knows what he's doing out there, like mentally. But then there's far too often where his head is so far shoved up his ass you can see the back of his teeth. Okay,
1: well, who was who was it in the press conference? Was it Cashman? Somebody mentioned something about they did they weren't um they weren't impressed with some players thinking they are too Hollywood or something like that coming into spring training.
0: I don't I don't I don't recall this to be honest with you.
1: Maybe I'm being fooled but like a, a tweet. <laughs> I thought I are swore you, I saw something. Are like you that. calling? La- to, are you saying Gabriel
0: La- Torres thinks he's Hollywood?
1: Well, he does, obviously. I yeah, mean, I guy, mean. <laughs> guy, guy does. Guy has more fucking sponsors than uh than I don't know who who, but he got sponsors all over. Oh, he's sponsoring a new product, taking pictures in front of cars and shit. How about you hit a baseball? How about you run hard to first base instead of putting your head down when it's a ground ball? The guy bobbles and it still throws you out. How about enough of that shit? But again, I guess we could say this right. I still blame Aaron Boone more because at the beginning of the year, Boone was sitting him and I was giving him all the credit in the world. I said, man, Boone sat him for two days? Holy shit. Guy made a bad play and he's not playing tomorrow. Wow. Unbelievable. And, you know, second half came around and they kind of threw all that out the window.
0: I mean, to, for Glaber's, to, in Glaber's defense, he had a borderline all-star first half of the year and then he... And, and you were kind of like, okay, is he... Closer to 2019 than he is to being the to 2020-2021 guy where he might have been the worst everyday player in baseball those two seasons. And then he just went like right off the face yep. of the earth. Yep. So like you Duff said, him. there's guys in this organization. There's a guy you signed to a six-year contract extension. Was it last year, two years ago? Yep. That can easily play second base. There's no need to keep him here. He has age on his side where he is still good enough. He's going to be a 25-home run guy where he could drive in 70, 75 runs, where he's going to be attractive to some team, still being relatively cost-controlled.
1: Yep. Goodbye. Yeah, he's an easy trade candidate for even if you get a 4 or 5 starter out of him, maybe somebody that surprises you a little bit. I think it's worth it at this point.
0: And My biggest problem with him, you saw it in the ALCS is the fucking hero bowl nonsense, okay? Yeah. The best version of Glaber Torres is up the middle, opposite field, and when he's swinging from his fucking heels trying to pull everything, I just want to drive to the fucking Yankee Stadium and beat him with that fucking bat that he's got in his <laughs> hands, okay? Because he is not a pull hitter. Can he pull the ball? Sure, he can pull the ball. But yeah. when he goes up there looking to do that and only that, I can't watch that anymore,
1: yeah, it's no doubt about it. I mean, the best Glaber Torres is the Glaber Torres has focused on center and right field. And he, he plays well when he does that. Instead of all these giant, I'm a home run hitter swings and this bullshit, like, be the player you're meant to be, and, and he'd be much better. Because I, I really believe that, like, if he goes to another club and they're like, all right, here's the approach, and he actually listens and follows it, I think Glaber could be an all star again. But yeah, we, I don't think he. I don't think he. He need, he doesn't need to be on the Yankees anymore. It, it, no. That that ship has sailed.
0: So, uh, just Anthony C. Just in case you were wondering, just Anthony C. says, yeah, uh, okay. "Age is on his side. Having a baseball I- and <laughs> having a baseball IQ and athleticism isn't when hitting to all fields. When he's hitting to all fields, he's fantastic. Unfortunately, something happens and he becomes much too pull happy." Uh, too many lapses, uh, Peraza and Volpe are coming, dump them.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it, I agree. Um, my my, Here's my nightmare scenario, right? This is my nightmare scenario when it comes to Gleyber Torres and Brian Cashman. My nightmare scenario is they're going to trade Peraza and keep Gleber Torres. <sighs> That's my nightmare scenario. And when I combine those two, the reason I do that is because I think the only way you're going to see... Parraza and Volpe on the same team, and it's going to be a telling sign. Is when the Yankees move Glaber. If the Yankees trade Glaber out the gate pretty quickly, I think it might. There's a better understanding of what they're looking to do down the line, but we'll see. And we got a super chat too on Glaber Torres. It's from James Veer. He says uh, Glaber doesn't have the kill factor, um, which then leads him to not being able to execute. Though he understands the process, <laughs> the process, the process, I'm not sure application is his strength. Food for thought. Um, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. I don't think Glaber understands anything. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, next up here is, uh, man, we know is coming back next year. The Yankees picked up his option uh, yesterday, which was, a, as much as I had my problems with him, it was a, re- a relative no-brainer to do it from uh from just a pure baseball and business point of view cuz what was it $15 million or something 15 like that mil,
1: yep, 15
0: so uh but the fans voted 94% to keep Luis Severino before we actually debate that you're in agreement right the Yankees had to pick up that option right yeah, you, no doubt. yeah i mean
1: it's a gift 15 million is a gift
0: now here i'm going to take the lead on this one I really want to say dump him. I really do. Like it's wow. in my heart to say dump him because I just can't trust him. I cannot trust him to. Because if you had to put uh, money on it, would you say the Yankees are going to go out there and acquire somebody to be the to be the the number two behind Garrett Cole? No, the Yankees so already see Sevy as that guy. They, they, but do you tru, now? Do you trust no. Severino to be that guy?
1: No, he's never sure. Look. Here's what I trust Seve about. I believe when Sevy gets the ball, he wants to pitch his best game. I believe he's a gamer. I believe he's a dog in the sense. That he wants to go out there and he wants the ball and he wants to keep going. Do I believe that Seve is at the level of the elites in baseball or a real number two? No. He has over 5 ERA in the postseason. However you want to see that, you can see it how you want. But his ERA is like 5.17 in the postseason. He hasn't been the greatest postseason pitcher for the Yankees. And the Yankees really need a guy that can dominate behind Cole and I'm not saying get rid of him here's the reason why I keep him I keep him because it's 15 million and it's a one year deal I would go as far as this and you might say I'm crazy on this one I would go as far and I can't believe I'm saying this because in the offseason remember I told you guys I'm like if he makes 10 starts I might be shocked because I'm worried about his his body I think his body held up extremely well this year I don't think he ever should have went on the 60 day I don't think he believed he should have went on it but the Yankees did it as a way to limit his innings we all know that wasn't a significant injury I would go as far as saying the Yankees may be smart to entice him on an additional year or two on the current deal if they were smart they could keep him at a, at a at a less amount of money under that 20 million mark it might be a really smart idea to jump ahead to try to say hey we're gonna add two years uh and just this additional two years uh 40 million to year contract two years 38 million to year contract would you do that I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I would consider that to be honest. You're
0: saying, you're saying 30, 80. No, you mean total value. Total 30, value, yeah, for
1: the, for the next okay. two years to add, maybe maybe 19 million a season. I don't know. I think I would consider that. I'm not saying that he's great, but there's value there. Even if he gives you 160 innings, there's a lot of value there from 15 million. But he's not, and, and <laughs> I, I think I know where you're coming from. What you're basically saying is the way the Yankees see him, it'll stop them. From going out there and getting another guy behind Cole.
0: I just don't I can't see you say it wasn't a significant injury. He was still hurt this year.
1: He was, yeah. Yeah, he got hurt again. He so whether or not the
0: whether or not the Yankees should have put him on the 60 day, which we all know what they were doing. We're not dumb. We know what they were up to. He still allowed it to happen by being hurt again this year. Yeah. But then yeah. It's the allure. We know how fucking good he can be when he's on his game.
1: And that's that's the thing with him, is not even like like if you look at his year this year, he pitched to a three point one two ERA, but in reality you if you really dig into the numbers, he's probably a little a little lucky on ERA numbers. Fip was more closer to the four. But you never really saw that from him. Like when he was pitching, he was good. He had rough innings. Rough early innings and games, then he would just dominate. He find it and he dominated. Well, that's how
0: he was uh, in uh, against Cleveland. He in gave up a couple yeah. early runs there, but then he settled in and he was pretty good after that. But
1: and even with Houston, the three-run home run was just a whole, was just a stupid pitch to Bregman. But I mean, uh,
0: Pete, it only went ninety-one miles an hour, though. <laughs>
1: right, right. He got lucky to get out there. That, I, that, Nancy, you brought that up. <laughs> fucking dump him, would you? Dump the damn guy. <laughs> And now, Carlos Rosa with the super chat says Jeff Passant tweets Otani to the Yankees on a trade. That was a fake. Uh, that fake was account. a fake.
0: Absolutely. Like, we can't be falling for that on, get, on day one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very early for all that. So
0: we'll get many uh, but, more those. I mean, honestly, I, I got to make a decision here. I'm voting to dump him. I cannot. Wow. I, okay. I can't. I respect uh, it. I,
1: I respect I cannot
0: it. trust him. I I just can't do it man. Like if I'm running this team, this is how we run. this is how these polls are meant to be. You're running the team. Do yeah. you want this guy on the team or not?
1: Wait, but you are you saying you wouldn't pick up his 50 million dollar option? You let him no, go? No,
0: I'm No, look, dude, am I mad the Yankees did it? No, I understand why they did it. I'm not mad that they did it, but that aside, to the just specifically to speak on the poll, would I keep him here? No, man. I no, I wouldn't. wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't, honestly. I respect
1: it. I respect it. I respect
0: it. He's not I a great – look, there's two things that you need to – you need to be good in October, and I, I need you on the mound at least 30 times a year, neither of which that he's done consistently. So, I mean, I'm ready to move on from this. I, he's back. I
1: disagree.
0: I mean, he's back. I'm not mad about it. I knew it was going to happen. It's not something that I'm like, oh, they're stupid for picking up. No, of course they should have picked up his option. But yeah, I, I, if it was me, like, I'm – dump. It's a dump for him.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. You're keeping him? Me, I would, I would keep. If we if, if somebody's coming to me and going, you got fifteen million for every one year, I'm keeping them.
0: Well,
1: that's yeah, I fair. Them. I
0: mean, it's fair. It's obviously fair.
1: Now, if if it's again my team, it's yeah, sure. with the, it's, it's it's with the idea that we're also improving greatly in the rotation. Montas could be my fifth starter. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna get somebody that top top of that rotation also. So th- my team, that's what I'm doing, and then yeah, you know. He's kind of that guy. If he gets injured, you got all the guys to fill in. But at fifteen million a year, I think the value's too high to pass up on that.
0: Well, David Douglas says here: he goes rotation can't be any worse after Cole. I don't. I mean, we'll talk about somebody next, but uh, so we need him. But again, like that's not really like the spirit of this. It's like, okay, but do you think this guy fits the team? Like to me, right. he. I just. I to me, he doesn't fit the team right now. Like okay. I need guys that are reliable. I, like we talked about this, like if Severino, if you in the offseason, right? If you told me Severino was making ten starts, would I take it? Last offseason? season, yeah, I would have fucking
1: signed for it. Yeah, I said that too. I said I don't, I don't even think he makes ten starts. He made you, what? Nine, I think he made nineteen.
0: Because what he pitched, yeah, he would he, he, he throw like four innings at the end of the year last year, and that was the first yeah. time we've seen him since twenty nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, I would have yeah. taken ten starts from him. That's yeah. not a guy that I want in my rotation. I'm just that's just how I feel about it.
1: I don't blame you. Nothing wrong with it.
0: But, hey, I'm going to root for He's going to be on the team next year. I'm going to root for him to be the best version of himself next year. Yep. But, I mean, that's just how I feel about it.
1: There's next up here. Up, here we go. There's probably more starting pitchers coming up.
0: Yep, here we go. Uh, the mascot of the New York Yankees, Nestor <laughs> Cortez. <laughs> Fans voted overwhelmingly that he is better than the Philly Fanatic. Okay, he's better than Mr. <laughs> Met. He's, he's better the than that. Out there. He's better than that guy out there in San Diego. Whatever the hell they got going on. Ninety-seven percent of the fans voted to keep Nestor Cortez.
1: Okay, here's the deal. All right, I'm dumping the mascot. I'm keeping Nestor. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on now. Um, I guess the funny thing about Nestor's such a weird one, though, man. Because, and not about keeping dumping, just that in general, as as somebody look forward to what they're gonna do. How confident are we that Nestor could put up the same numbers again? I mean I hate say cuz he just there's not something about him that is like yeah he is this damn good. He just reminds me of one of those guys where i was like shit man. If he had a 420 year right next year would you be shocked? I'd be no,
0: like No, no absolutely not. No I not. actually
1: wouldn't be. That's not a knock on him. There's just not a proven record And
0: Nester that's Cortez what that yet. rant was about, bro. That if pe- you take the whole thing in context of what that rant was about, it was about people that were willingly not that were okay with not improving the rotation because of 90 innings of Nestor Cortez in 2021.
1: 20, Bro, what I said was worse than what you said. I said he shouldn't even made the roster. He shouldn't even made the the, the five man. Put Luis Heel over him. Leave him in the back somewhere. I didn't even have him on the rotation, in my opinion. But look what he came out and did. He 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 was fantastic. You know, a little bumps and bruises a little bit in the postseason. Had a little injury. They knew about it. They kept him in, a uh, bunch of morons running the team. But you know, you got a key. Of course, you keep him. But is he a top of the rotation arm? He pitched like it. I get it. Can he duplicate it? And are you taking that risk to duplicate it with? I mean, are you projecting him to have the same type of year? That's the tough question to answer.
0: To me, it's a keep because definitely a keep. I'm, I'm taking the risk. I'm taking no the doubt. risk to see if he can duplicate this. No doubt. We can talk about something if it doesn't happen, and it'll be a different conversation at the end of next year. But he hasn't. Now he backed up 2021 with basically a full year this season. Yeah. So now I'm more inclined to be like, okay, let's let's rock and roll. But if you were one of these people that were like, oh, we don't need anybody off the of nine year I don't know what your what your line of thinking is because ninety innings of Nestor Cortez last year was not enough to sell me on I'm not improving the rotation, right? So yeah, it's an it's an easy keep to keep Nestor Cortez. Man, the guy was fantastic. He was everything that you could have wanted out of out of a starting pitcher. He was he really stepped up in ways that we wanted. Garrett Cole to step up throughout the course That's of the right. regular season. I think can only really think of that Minnesota game where he really was really the only time that he got bombed all year. So, I mean, it, there's really nothing more you can ask out of him. And now he should be built up enough that he could give the Yankees 200 innings this year. What, I mean, what we all know that, that, that injury was a little fugazi too. Uh, oh, yeah, they, no when, it, about it. when they were trying to pull his innings, uh, yeah. there late in the year. So, I mean, there's not, there's nothing more positive that, than you can say about Nestor Cortez right now.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Nestor is a full keep for me, and you just got to cross your fingers and hope that he could be similar to the pitcher he was this year.
0: And um, let's see. Okay, let's see here. I think we could find a good one.
1: Do you, I, I want to ask if you have somebody on there because I really want to talk about him. But I'll wait to see.
0: All right, so uh, the Black Batman says five percent of you, and this is when it was probably at five percent. He goes, 5 percent of you are morons that didn't watch the Yankees this year." Well, okay, <laughs> All right. okay All right. well there you go. We'll take that. Now here we go. We got uh, we got four players left. Okay, so we're past the halfway mark on this week's uh, on this week's polls here, and for some reason, I told you this yesterday. This player did he? Did he did he finish? He That's fucked up. Wow. Oh, no, he okay, no. So he did not <laughs> The final player, I thought the numbers were the same, but they're they're inverted at the end. So he until this the final player that we'll talk about got up there, this guy had the most votes by a few hundred out of any poll that we ran. And it it's Isaiah Kiner falefa okay? Let's Fans see. were very Passionate about getting their votes in on IKF here, and it was eighty nine percent dump. Wow, on IKF.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I feel him on that one. Um, I think IKF needs to needs the be gone and and moved on. A lot of people keep, you know, say, well, maybe you put him at third base, or, you know, maybe you have him as a bench guy. You know what? Honestly, man, I think for the best interest of IKF and everybody involved. It's time he, he moves on. He has value to trade, no doubt about it. So it's not like you're trading him for for uh, pennies. You can move him and move on from him. And to carry over from what we discussed, we we're going into earlier, is that if anybody really wants to be mad at anybody, I'll be the first one to tell you. I've went at IKF a lot all year, but in reality, when you really sit back and look at the bigger picture here, it's the Yankees' fault. It's not IKF's fault. IKF well, was a goal yeah, glover. Make that point that you wanted, to,
0: you wanted to yeah, make that, earlier. That's balance. exactly
1: what I'm talking about right there is that, you know, the Yankees decided to move him off of where he was a goal glover and put him at shortstop, put all that pressure on him and not call up their prospects and not get Carlos Correa or not get Seeger or not get Simeon, not get none of these guys that kind of been there and doing it at that position. They just came out and said, hey, this guy is the greatest fielding shortstop. In the history of the planet, we've greatly improved the left side of our defense. Some of the best defense you'll ever see, IKF's that guy. we He's never played third base. Never played it. And like somebody, he doesn't have the arm for third base. It's a tougher throw from short than third. It's a tougher throw in the hole. So at the end of the day, when his arm is is ranked below average at shortstop, it's ranked average at third. So you you literally, your analytics fucked you in the ass is what it did. You thinking that, oh, he played the left side of the infield, right? He could play shortstop too. You guys wanted to do it with Matt Chapman too. You would have you would have fucked up his season. You nutcases. How about put the guy at third base where he's supposed to be? And and not put him at short, and then everybody like me and Christian and everybody, the network and Yankee fans, 89% of them want him gone. They put a target on this dude because we said he's not what you... You guys passed up on all this for this? The guy sucks. He sucks. And in reality, he's a halfway decent gamer. He's a ball player. He busted hard. You could tell he's upset. You could tell he's angry. He wants to be better. But the Yankees put him in a position to extremely fail. And they did and he did for what they wanted, what they promised. So, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. Dump him. Get him far away from New York.
0: I thought about this, right? And I'm saying to myself, I would keep IKF. I would really do it because I think that he has a role on this team. But then I sat when I posted the poll. And I'm sitting here thinking about it. And I was thinking about it today knowing we were going to discuss this. And I'm saying to myself, he can't be here anymore. It's just a toxic environment for him to be here. And it's like you said, like, I don't think Yankee fans hate IKF. I think the Yankees made Yankee fans hate IKF because you you sold us. Oh, this is the guy. This is the guy we're going to go with for a year, maybe two years. But remember, Anthony Volpe is – he's like the greatest thing ever, okay? Yeah. He's, he's, he's waiting there for you. So – and then you're but, but we have another guy too, that Oswald Peraza, who can play Major League Baseball right now. So there's number three prospect, but he's also there. So now, so now the first thing in your mind is like, okay, what, what do fans always want? It's like the backup quarterback syndrome. Like I, I want the young guy, I want the new guy. Give me, give, give me this over over a retread, right? Right. Okay. So you got that factored in. We're not seeing the rookies. We're not seeing the young kids. We're seeing IKF. Okay. Then what's the other thing somebody wants? If you're not giving me a rookie, I want a superstar. There's plenty of superstar shortstops available. Yankee said no. They told you this was the guy. And like you said, he failed miserably.
1: Yeah.
0: Was he what was IKF offensively what you expected him to be? Yeah, he pretty yeah. much down the fucking line yeah. in an IKF type offensive season. So that's not the yeah. problem there. The problem and what he needed to be, and what he was expected and sold to us to be, was to be not only a good shortstop, but a top-tier shortstop, and he was far from that. He was the story
1: all season. You were never supposed to worry about his defense, right? And he was the story all season.
0: Yeah, and I said it a hundred times leading into the postseason. He's going to fucking cost the Yankees at least a game in the postseason, and he did that, and it just happened to the game that they got eliminated in, but...
1: Yep, and I mean, you know, that's the um <clears throat> that's who unfortunately right now is, is running the show because I, I don't see many other teams out there uh simply just saying, "Hey, um, you know, let's let's take this third baseman and put him at second base. Let's take this shortstop and play him in center field." Corey cool. Seager.
0: Exactly, bro. Like it goes back to what we were saying is like, are we really surprised that Brian Cashman pulled this shit with Judge when he did this with Jeter <laughs> 10 years ago or whatever? Yeah. Are we really surprised that he stuck at third baseman and shortstop when they were when they were rumored about inter- getting Matt Chapman? And we're all like, "Yeah, Matt Chapman's a fucking great third base. You want to play him where?"
1: Yeah, exactly. Because you
0: know what? The funny or, thing or is, like, like, I always want to call him Troy Tulowitzky. God for- forgive me. I always want to call him. Tre- but Trevor's story, yeah. we're like, "Yeah, we need a fucking shortstop. Of course, right. we want to get. Tre- again, where do you want to play this guy?"
1: Exactly. They are like, "Oh, in the deadline, hey, we'll put him in center field. Uh, he can like, play center the field fuck for. Him? Are what you are you talking doing about? Like, how about you upgrade the position that they naturally play at? Again, you look at a guy. You look at a guy like you just said Corey Seager. Corey Seager has went on to Texas. And if this was next year and and you take away that shift, Corey Seager is up there with the MVP candidates. I mean, he had, I think they they released it. He had like 42 hits robbed from him, or 38, something like that. An insane amount of number of hits robbed so, from base. So
0: you're saying we should bring back Joey Gallo?
1: I'm saying we bring back Joey Gallo, <laughs> damn it. That's exactly, that's what I'm getting at. But we passed up on all these guys. And, you know, people could be looking at now and say, man, Corey Seager probably could have, you know, eventually played a third base or something like that when somebody else came up. And, and that's the reason you do it. You don't just do it to plug a hole. If Volpe's coming up and he's the greatest thing in the world and he's putting up these terrific numbers and you go, ah, man, hey, we got Carlos at short, though. Hey, Carlos, look, you know, we think you're much more inclined to play third base than this young kid is. He's phenomenal. We want him next to you. Yeah, okay, I'll go play. I could play third base. I'll play third base, no problem. That's a different situation. But when you're sitting there to plug holes and going, I got a guy that won the gold glove last year at third, let's put him at short. There's a guy who's a gold glover at third base. Let's put him at shortstop to plug a hole. It is honestly insanity. And whoever's the one making those calls, they got to go. Who's ever suggesting that in your ear? Bro, look, man, hey, you you got to get out of here. It's time for you to go. I'm not losing my job because of you. I listen to you far too much. It's time for you to go. Yeah, oh, actually, a... Brian Cashman <laughs> actually make an actual move.
0: That's what I don't understand. It's like, you know it goes back to the to the whole show in the red Sox highlights before oh, game 4 and it's like somebody brought this to you and you thought it was
1: okay there was no problem boone said there's no problem with it there was nothing And then wrong he, with he got it.
0: fucking smart with K yes, thank you. he got fucking smart with K on it and he didn't understand why that was a problem That's and, and that's the problem That's, that's the that's problem. problem in and of itself is that you were the manager of the Yankees and you don't understand why fans are mad that you're using the organization's greatest failure to fuel the current
1: team. And here's my issue, right? And I, I mentioned this when Kay was on. This is the only reason why I went at the K show. Because I told you, ever since I called games, I got a different level of respect for K Kay because it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do what he does. I, I completely understand that. But here's my problem. You had the guy right there. That's when the he right. defended it, they immediately then went, I forgot, I think they, they asked a question about Aaron Judge, Peter Rosenberg, the, the fucking fool he is, oh, immediately went over to talk about Judge. And I'm sitting there saying, I said, oh my God, he dropped the ball. All you had to say was, Aaron, hold on a second. But do you understand why the fans would sit there and go, whoa, what is this? Do you, do you at least understand why the fans would hear you speak of this? and think there's something wrong with this club. It's an easy question to answer. And zero, nothing at all. We didn't get anything from it. Got a super Mm -hmm. chat from um, Matt. He says, yo, my guys, who do you think Yanks get realistically? I think maybe we could cover that kind of briefly at the end. If you want, I want to interview you right
0: now. So uh, just a quick comment from Nestor's Apple. Okay, I don't know if that's like a new thing that Nestor's going to have with him when he comes back as mascot next year. Um, He carries an apple with him now? I don't know. But he says he'd be, in reference to IKF, he said he'd be a fine utility player. Yanks just continue to miscast players who aren't shortstops and then rather signing one who is actually a shortstop or letting their young ones play there.
1: Yeah, the the thing is to what IKF, what I would disagree with that is, is that I think IKF could be a starter and could be a pretty effective one. But just put him at his position. For a, a team that needs somebody to put the ball in play a little bit, um, you know, play a solid third base. Maybe you, maybe you have power guys around you and things like that. I'm kind of sounds like kind of sounds like I'm talking about the Yankees, but start at start. At, he could he could start at the major leagues. I mean, he does enough to start there. He's just yeah. not a shortstop. He's not uh, a shortstop. No,
0: I mean the Yankees just it, it's just like a toxic it's a toxic situation with him being here now. And it's like I I don't know if you remember AJ Cole. You remember him? Yes. Okay. It's not that he was really bad it's just that like he was just like this thing that boone had to go to and like yeah. we, it was like we said when we brought him up whenever it was we said we gotta get rid of him just so he's not there for aaron boone to use anymore right,
1: right.
0: and it's like the same situation i'm thinking of with ikf too it's just like he just needs to be gone so the yankees don't go back to him anymore just like yep. okay we tried it it didn't work it's just best for everybody to move on now.
1: It is. It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? It, this is never going to work. You know, And on top of that, too, they want to talk about the fans and this and that. Well, look, the fans are never going to give this guy a fair shake because the Yankees aren't giving him a fair shake. So it's never going to work. Get rid of him now.
0: Yeah, and uh, this was the closest poll that we ran in terms of uh, percentage. It was 53, 53% keep for Matt Carpenter.
1: keep for Matt Carpenter. Wow, a lot of people really bailed on him after that poor performance in the postseason. Understandably so. I can see why people would be upset with him. I guess, here's my thing for Matt Carpenter. What's his role with the Yankees? Let's say we brought him back next year. What is his role with the Yankees?
0: Left-handed power off the bench.
1: Yeah, and you know. I mean, I guess you got to run the risk then is, is another team, now that the National League has a DH... Is another team going to simply say, hey, man, you know, come here and be the starting DH for us?
0: I think the Yankees caught lightning in a bottle with him. I don't know how much it would have lasted had he not gotten hurt. That I mean, how much are you going to take out from the guy that was he was clearly not ready to play, even though the Yankees kept putting him out there?
1: The Yankees are so bad, by the way, that he had to tell them. You, you knew about this, right? That it, when they were asking him you know, to come back and go on a rehab assignment, they were like, no, forget the going to get at-bats. Come back just for the Rangers series. Right, right. And he's like, no, I'd rather get 10 at-bats a day at the complex yeah. against live pitching. Why am I going to come back? For- what, are you, what are you guys doing? Like, Do you guys not even know? Like, Boone, you played ball. You think that's fair? You want him for the postseason, and you want him to get four at-bats a day, maybe three, and that's it? For four games?
0: Honestly, like I, I see your point, but also I'm going to make a counterpoint here. Maybe he should have seen actual live pitching in a game situation. I don't know if it would have made a difference, but you can't. I mean, simulating ten at bats in Tampa as opposed to maybe getting three against guys that are trying to get you. I don't know, man. I just think it was a – I just a
1: think lo- it's, a li- it's a live pitching thing with timing, but
0: – it's Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think there's a right or- – Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer in this right. situation because the Yankees were pressed for time trying to get him back for the postseason. And once he had that first start, he d- there should have just been no – you should have said no. We're good. Yeah. Thank, I mean, like, pre- like, like we're we're thankful and appreciative that you fought your way back, but you're you're just you're like I don't want to use the word you're useless to us right now.
1: Well here's the, and that's the other issue, right? For the Yankees is what was there even what was the point then? You know, don't you guys have enough scouts out there or somebody go, Hey guys look, man, he he, he shouldn't be playing. No. There's he, nobody he, out there that you, said hey, look, he shouldn't be playing.
0: You heard this, right? His bat speed was apparently – exact. I believe it was bat speed is what they used or a swing path or something, one of these things. Probably completely was, off. Was comp- No, no, no. It was the same in Tampa as it was when he was hitting all those home runs. They looked at it like it was right. like the same. And that is what led them to believe that he was ready to come oh, okay. back.
1: So the part that he couldn't plant his fucking foot, you guys didn't <laughs> notice. You That part you guys missed out on, that he couldn't put pressure on his front foot when he was trying to – Take a swing it was so obvious I saw it the first game I tweeted it that like, he couldn't even he couldn't even he can't put pressure on his foot. It's obvious.
0: I forget exactly what they used as the reasoning, but Boone said this like his swing path or his his swing vol it might have been his swing velocity or some shit that they came up with. It's like it was exactly the same as when he was on his when he was running through uh you know his hot streak there
1: Boone is like fucking on uh, what's his name from the Ninja Turtles Kang? The little alien that lives inside the things, the robot's oh, the, chest.
0: Yeah, but Krang is a. sentient yeah. But he's a brain. This guy doesn't have one.
1: He doesn't have <laughs> one, but I think there's. I think instead of a pacemaker, he actually has like a fucking robot inside his <laughs> chest, and there's a little creature fucking running it. You know what it jerk is? Off. It's
0: the monkeys with the symbols.
1: Yes, that's, that's all it is. That's all it is. Fucking jerkle.
0: Uh, but for me, it's a dump on Matt Carpenter, man. Like honestly... Oh, I
1: didn't answer mine. Yeah, to me, it's a dump too. With, with the and I, I like the guy, but it's a dump. It's a dump.
0: I just don't, like you said, I don't know what his role here is. And and did you catch lightning in a bottle? Yeah. And and to me, I don't like bringing those guys back for a second year.
1: If if I saw a, a look, if, if Stanton could always play left field and we knew it and we're like, all right, we got an open spot for Carpenter get in there often, I might be like, you know what? Lefty bad. Even if the average drops a lot, he's still going to pop a couple of homers. Could be a good option. If he's ever bad, he release him but I, I i think I think you people might get shocked he might get a two year deal at a nationally club
0: yeah, let him go i'm not i'm not looking uh at that uh, at keeping him around so is a nah, dumb I for mean. me I uh Matty Dipp says he'll be available for pennies on a on the dollar it's worth it low risk high reward
1: I don't know about that one
0: uh, you could you well i'm honestly real quick like what's a realistic contract you could see him getting?
1: I'm trying to see if I can make a comparison maybe to somebody just off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked he gets a 10-plus million on a one-year deal.
0: I'm not touching him at that.
1: I think he will. I think he will. I mean, look at his numbers. How do you deny that? What do you sit back and go, hey, give me 500 grand? No. I mean, there's no way he doesn't get 10-plus million on a one-year deal.
0: I don't know. I was thinking maybe like two for 15, two for 16, somewhere in there.
1: I, I guess maybe that's possible depending on the situation, but I think he's gonna get more than people think. I but think he's gonna get a lot more than people think. He is. I, I, those
0: those uh, for me, it's it's no go. It's
1: just I don't care. Even if you I'm, offered, to, I'm moving on from him too. Even
0: if you offered to pay the Yankees, like I'm, I'm good.
1: Got a super chat real quick from our marathon man, Raw Thompson. Ra. Just giving you guys a shout. I logged on late. Body is still sore. My man just ran like 426 miles in five and a half hours, so of course his body's beat up. What are you gonna do?
0: What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Did he, Rob, really? He ran the New York City Marathon yesterday.
1: He ran the whole thing. Yeah, he did it in five hours and twenty one minutes.
0: Did you? See, did he see Iron Judge's wife?
1: I asked him about it today. He said, and he said he didn't know. He said he saw her on the, like. I guess you know, there's an app or something you see who's running, and he saw that she was on it, but he didn't. Uh, yeah, Cuz
0: uh, Rob, I love you, bro, but like you know, you gotta you gotta make a move there, dude. Like listen, <laughs> like you gotta you gotta kidnap her. And be like, listen, the only way you're going to see your wife again is if you put your fucking name on that contract, okay? <laughs> we'll get you $300 million, bro. No, fuck you...
1: that. At that point, you get the pennies on the dollar. <laughs> you bring it back on a super team-friendly deal. You're doing all that. It better be worth it.
0: All right, we got two left here. Uh, Harrison Bader's up next. Uh, 97% keep on Harrison Bader.
1: Oh, 100%. Harrison Bader's my guy. Everybody knows that I made countless videos on the guy before he, before he even played. I'm a big fan of Harrison Bader. He's a he's a ball player. I Yankees need more of him. He's a ball player.
0: Uh, yeah, I was looking at his offensive uh, history today. I, I don't. I think the 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 power we saw in the in the postseason is a bit of an aberration for him. I don't think he's going to be that guy. But the guy's a fucking gamer. He's a grinder. Uh, he's he's a stud out there in center field. So it's almost like whatever you if he can hit you 15 home runs in a year and hit. You know, like 260. That's a bonus for what he's gonna do out there. If he can get, I would like to see him be a guy that that can would you know be a little bit more selective to play. Maybe work some walks and use that speed on the base paths more so than anything else. You know, bat him lower in the lineup there to kind of turn turn the lineup over there. But I mean, I said this in the postseason. I got a man crush on this guy. He's to me. It was never about. Oh, we lost Jordan Montgomery. It was always like. Why did we trade for another injured guy here? Yeah. And when he came back, it's like, "Oh, okay, now now I get it." Yeah, but... he,
1: he's he's awesome, man. Um <clears throat> I knew a little about him before the trade happened, but I got a couple of uh, friends who who follow the Cardinals very closely and they were like, "Hey man, look. Apparently the whole plantifictiitis thing wasn't as bad as as some people made it out to be and they were yeah. like, "When he's on the field, like you're going to notice, like it's it's easy to tell somebody. He's a great outfielder. You're going to see it. But they were, they were like flat out. No. When you actually watch him and when he – there's a deep fly ball smack and I go shit and Bader's underneath it and he's not running to catch it. He's already there waiting for it. It's like that's when you're going to see how good he is. And uh, right on there we got a super chat from Ramon. He says, been watching Pete since 2018 before breaking the big G deal. Okay, I had it first. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. I had it first. Uh, started listening to NYYST in 2019. Was super shocked when the merger happened. Love you, mm-hmm. brothers NY News TV to the moon. Yankees get bro. it together.
0: The merger. Okay. The,
1: is that Is this like a Are right, we like okay.
0: AOL Time Warner or something
1: like yeah, that? Yeah, well, I okay. Yeah, when we merged together to become uh to become one group, All
0: right. Okay. okay. So, I mean, it's an easy keep for me. Bader's I would love to I I would day. love to see uh Harrison Bader uh in a full year in pinstripes here Who one the hell more hell
1: said they wanted to get rid of him. For what? Why do you oh, want
0: to get rid of him for? Well, you, you... Let me find here, man. I think, I think cool. we. There
1: any anybody in there talking about getting rid of him?
0: I think I, I think I'm am was scrolling.
1: Uh, Let me find his asshole so I can put him on blast, please. All
0: right. Uh, I don't know. It his his at is at vas Bronx. This is. I can't go by a handful of games in the postseason. So let's give him a half a season, and see if he's only a two forty hitter.
1: Oh, shut up. Okay. Yeah, who's Who's next? <laughs> Who's next on this list?
0: Last guy this week. Okay? Last guy. Uh and it's Washed Donaldson who oh. who overtook IKF as getting the most votes in any poll wow. here. So people were ready to uh, hit the dump button on IK on Josh Donaldson ninety six percent dump.
1: Ninety six. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. <laughs> I'd say that's about right. I would say that's about right. Um, a ninety-six is no doubt about it, spot on for Donaldson. Um, you know, I didn't notice. Thanks to Ruben, Ruben told me about this. Donaldson never hit in New York ever. Any point in his career, he was never a good hitter in New York. I don't know. I didn't, know.
0: Yeah, I didn't know
1: that. I don't know if he buy anything into that or whatever. Maybe playing in New York is not a good thing. For, I don't know, but. I'll, no, tell you I, what, I, I'll
0: tell you why he didn't hit this year, because he's a washed-up bitch, that's fine. Yeah,
1: he fucking sucks. I mean, Josh Donaldson was so bad this year overall. And look, again, anybody can sit there and say, you can give guys credit where credit's due. You're right, his defense was phenomenal. He was very, very good defensively. There's, to me, every single number really supports that. He was a very good defensive third baseman. But man, when it comes to the offense side of the ball, which when you got Donaldson, Christian, I don't know about you, First thing I was thinking about was, all right, man, he's gonna pop twenty five homers probably. So um, I kind of, I didn't like it, but I'm trying to see the positive. I'm not going to probably gonna hit twenty five homers. This guy hit jack shit, and I'll be honest, I think he had some of the worst at bats I've ever seen.
0: I've never, I've been watching baseball thirty five years, bro. I mean. Pfft. I've never seen somebody who had an MVP on his fucking mantle swing at breaking pitches with no clue the way Josh Don no Washed Donaldson. Let's give him his proper name, Wash Donaldson. Did this season it was and on
1: top. How about the pitches down the middle? How about the fastballs right down the Johnson?
0: I mean, you you can't pull the trigger on a fastball down the middle and then you're swinging. Like, you have never seen a breaking ball in your yeah, life.
1: Terrible. Terrible.
0: But the process was good, Pete. The uh, process was good. Uh, well, the he, process. He worked counts. He drew walks. He was one of the few guys that was getting on base.
1: God almighty, uh. I swear. What a dumb team. What a dumb frigging team they become. And it made me even more mad after listening to the Gita talk. Because I'm like, is it that hard to keep that in the organization? Really? Can't be that hard. Can't be that hard to have a smart mentality.
0: I hated the trade as soon as it happened. Like I, oh, least, me too. We, yeah, I think you, you told we were in the group chat, and I think you were you texted it in the group chat, and we stayed. You know, we were bullshitting about it for like an hour, and I was just fucking so mad about it. But the one overriding thing we we kept saying was, "Well, we got rid of Gary, so I guess it's worth it, right?" Well, it was it, it
1: bittersweet was, for me because I was begging for Gary to go, and then he did. I'm like, "Oh, he's traded!" Then I run downstairs, I jump live. And I'm waiting for the return. I'm like, all right, I don't give a shit what the return is, Gary. Then I saw the return. I said, Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah. And then it's you're said, right, Josh Donaldson. We're looking at it and we're like, okay, the Yankees had to get rid of Gary Gary Sanchez, and we're like, okay, good, they got rid of him. And then you looked at it and you're like, IKF and fucking what, fucking Donaldson? And then you're like, oh, just but they get weird. Ca- and then it's like they got a catcher too, and it's just like, okay, whatever, fucking okay.
1: It's it's gonna go. I I really believe this. Um, it's the it, worst. It's, it's it's gotta be right. It's gotta be the worst trade of Cashman's. I hope that tenure.
0: I'm. I I really hope to God that I'm still alive. I mean, Brian Cashman is what well, he's got to be like twenty years older than me, right? So I really yeah. hope to God that I don't die before him. But if he keeps <laughs> his fucking bullshit up, he might. I might go might in kill the us. ground. In might before kill him. Us.
1: Game that seasons I'm, are game seasons are terrible to do, man. Like people tell me all the time, beat that blood pressure. I'm like, I don't know anymore. There's a couple times here. I swear, I was about to faint. I'm not even joking.
0: But uh, I tough. really, I really hope that I'm still around when he goes, when his time comes. I'm not wishing him dead. I hope he lives a long, healthy life. But when he goes, I hope that I'm still here. Because I'm going to fucking have money at that. I'm going to have enough money at that point. I'm saving. I'm not putting my daughter to college, okay? I'm saving. Instead of putting money for her <laughs> for her college education, what I'm doing is I'm saving to get an engravement in his tombstone. And I'm all it's going to say is I trade it for Wash Donaldson, okay?
1: I should just be a person that I just go to <laughs> the grave and just leave a sign there every single day that says, remember what he did, <laughs>
0: I, tra- trade
1: I, trade for for Wa- I trade and I traded for what
0: I traded for Wash Donaldson. I want that to be on the man's tombstone because he deserves to be remembered for that. He could do everything under the sun, the stars, and the moon this year and deliver the Yankees to the World Series. I'm not going to forgive him for this fucking trade. Oh,
1: no, it, w- it was so bad. Um we got a super chat here from Chris Crocker. How about fire to analytics department? I mean, yeah, that's part of it, Chris. I think we all agree. I think that's part of it.
0: You got to, I mean, you got to fire the people that want that analytics department too, you know? So
1: fire the people that were your advisors on that deal. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not taking any credit away from Brian Cashman, but man, oh man. I mean, whoever gave you advice on this is a smart deal. I'm sorry. You're the one looking like the asshole to the fan base. And if it wasn't you, whoever did it, got to go. Like, whoever convinced you that this is a smart move, they got to go after this year. They look, I, have a job. He,
0: look, they're not going to say openly right. Do you know what? I, I'm still shocked that he actually told everybody that Sonny Gray had to go. Right, But he's never going to say that somebody's got to be traded or he's not coming back. Right, of course. So he's got to – but you, you listen to him and he's like, well, we know it's not an injury thing, so we expect him to be back more close to the M V P type player that he was next. Year. No, he's he's fucking done, bro. Cut your losses and just move on. And look, all throughout the course of the year, right, Chris was on this too and he was like, Maybe Donaldson's this guy that's got that fuck you in him. That he's not gonna have the greatest regular season, but he's just yeah. gonna be a guy that shows up in the postseason. And like I'm looking at him throughout the course of the year. And he did not have a good he did not have a good year at all. We're we're all in agreement on that. And I didn't fail him when I gave him the final grades because of two reasons. He what really did you give
1: did,
0: him? I think I, I ended with a C-. Ooh.
1: Yeah.
0: I high, man. Yeah, it was, dude. I should, You I, were
1: Aaron Boone on that one. You were I definitely was. Aaron Boone.
0: I was trying to one. be a little bit positive about him going into the postseason. But okay. there was two reasons why, right? He really did play gold glove caliber third base this I year. I agree
1: with that. I do.
0: And he did seem to have a knack. For a big hit here, he had as many walk off hits as Aaron Judge did. Yeah. So you're Over saying he, day? he had two against the Red Sox. He had another one against the Tigers, and then he cried and glaboured tore his arms. And then we had the t shirts. Okay. <laughs> so
1: he, what a highlighted moment.
0: It's like, what do you take out? It's it's like you, you, you know we have you know we'll we'll do this for however long we do it, and then we hit like we'll have like a 10 year reunion or whatever, and it's like you know somebody will ask us, it's like. What do you guys remember about the 2022 Yankees? And there's two things that are going to immediately come to mind. One, Josh Donaldson crying in Gleyber Torres' arms. <laughs> and Aaron Hicks looking like fucking Charlie Brown with the baseball standing right behind them. So those are the two things that we'll remember from this season.
1: Is Aaron Hicks coming up on a list, by the way?
0: Yeah, he'll be on next week.
1: And Montas?
0: Yes, he'll be on so next that Montas
1: week. is the one I really wanted to discuss, but I'm not, I'm not going to discuss it here. So I'll I'll let you guys discuss that, but that's definitely one I really I'm very interested in seeing what Montas's numbers overall are.
0: Yeah, that's so gonna be intriguing. it's a it's it's a clear dump on uh, on Wash Donaldson. One hundred percent. Whatever you like, got to do. This guy cannot come back this year, and it's just like, and it's not and Pete, to me, you know what? I don't look at a lot of this stuff a lot of the time. But it's it's all the other shit with him too, you know the whole thing with Tim Anderson, whether right or wrong, it's just unnecessary bullshit that the, this team yeah. has to deal with because of him.
1: Well, how about the other one too? What was it in um with the Rays and he was like yelling at the pitcher? Yeah, he, struck he fucking struck you ball. out,
0: you idiot! He made you
1: like an asshole. You can't do that stuff. Like what I think JD doesn't understand. Is bro, like that edge only works when you're good. When you good,
0: yeah, exactly. When you suck
1: ass. You know how stupid you look going out there causing issues? Like, you suck. Yeah, I don't want to defend you no more. I'm sick and tired of talking about get, you. Didn't he get you hit?
0: hit? What team did he get hit against? And he throws it, it was fake tough guy. It was It was such a fake tough guy moment. I know what that you're was talking having. about. I thought it was going to be a
1: fight. I started screaming. I was happy I can't, to see you fight. I can't,
0: I, but I can't think of the team now. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you're not really mad. You're just trying to Was be it the Blue Jays? It could have been. It could have been. Fuck Vlad Guerrero Jr., by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, that scumbag jerk-off. Nobody wants you here anyway. Nobody wants you here anyway. Actually, I mean, I take you on a team. But nobody nobody wants you here. Bad enough on top of that. Don't let me start to. His father took steroids. I got a lot of evidence by. him. I'm writing a book. I'm putting a book together on this. <laughs> I'm taking you on, Vladdy. Your whole family's done. They're done, I tell you. No, but, in, but I'm serious. There's actually legit allegation, pretty high people that confirm that.
0: Yeah, but he his father 63. was likable. This kid's not likable. Yeah, he's
1: a scumbag. He really is. He's like a little scumbag jerk off. Is what he is.
0: So I want to read two comments here about Wash Donaldson, Okay, they're very they're both very simple. And, okay. And,
1: okay.
0: Wash. Okay. So uh, Yankees hot stove dad. Okay, this is his oh, name.
1: Oh, Yankees hot stove dad. Nice.
0: Okay, he goes. He can't be dumped. So why bother? Okay, first of all. Every fucking year we get these types of comments. It doesn't matter. And I put a disclaimer underneath every one of these polls. As a reminder, you are not voting on if the Yankees can or will dump the person. You are voting on if you were in charge, would you keep or dump them? Okay? So it's irrelevant whether they can or can't. But they can. You so hard about this? This is not fucking complicated. The Yankees got rid of Chase Headley. They can get rid of fucking Wash Donaldson, okay?
1: I, I don't know why it's such a like hard thing to truly understand here. Even when you want to go into D says, oh, they can't get rid of me. Bro, they can easily get rid of Josh Donaldson. Easily get rid of Josh Donaldson. You're gonna this have to eat not- some
0: of the money. But you yeah, can get course. him off you can get him off this team. But
1: who the hell wouldn't eat the money right now? I mean, even if you save twelve and a half million, even if you save twelve million dollars, you pay about half of his salary. And you add a decent prospect to it. Not a top 10 guy. You add somebody pretty halfway decent, maybe coming up. Who the hell wouldn't do that? What are you getting back from? I don't give a shit. Dump his ass out somewhere. Because you got better options already. DJ LeMay, who's healthy, he's a better third baseman. I like him better overall. I like struggling LeMay you better than him overall. So I'm sorry. Um, Josh Donaldson got to go. He's a complete dump for me.
0: Completely. And uh, we'll wrap up the polls on this one. X says, put him in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> put him in the bathroom. <laughs> Members, put that in the comment. Put, the, put him in the bathroom in the comment. Throw it in there, damn it. Put him in the friggin' bathroom and leave him there.
0: Yeah, so week two of the Keep'em dumpers are done. Yeah, so you can pretty much figure out who we haven't done yet, who's going to be next week. Uh, Montas Hicks, uh, they're on there. Both catchers are on there. Uh, Garrett Cole will be on there, so uh, there's definitely names to look forward to next week. Uh, if you haven't already, please go to patreon.com/slash nyyst and uh, become a patron for exclusive content. Uh, there you can follow us on nyyst underscore podcast. Pete, man, again, thank you so much for sitting in uh, and, and doing this.
1: Of course, so of course, uh, man. anytime, man, best show in the world right here. All
0: right. So, I'm just
1: saying that because I'm joining instead of Chris. I like Chris. I like when I mean, you and Chris are on. I, th- I still think it's the best show in the world right there when you and Chris are on.
0: Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. So the Yankees uh, had run it back Friday. And uh, <laughs> I just uh, yeah, honestly do to to close out the show. I, I just laugh at I just laugh nowadays because it's like, what are you going to do? I mean, we've ranted. We screamed. I literally felt my heart like this close to fucking exploding numerous times on this show. And it's just like, what are you going to do now? It's either you just give up or you just you laugh about it.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, you can't. Uh, you can't keep banging your head through a wall about about the team. I mean, it, it kind of it sucks to say. Like, you know, we can keep putting pressure on it. We can keep growing and doing what we're doing, and eventually, it's, it's going to get to that point where, you know, a lot of the fan base is is feeling the same way. But, um. Yeah, you got to roll with it. Like, at the end of the day, we're Yankee fans, man, first and foremost. If the Yankees were the worst team in baseball, we're going to still be here doing the same exact thing that we do all the time, trying to figure out a way to make them better. Uh, that's never going to change. Um, So we're going to ro- – I always say it all the time, man. I'm riding with the ship. I don't care how much it sinks. I'm going down with the ship. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, doesn't and matter. Uh, look, I know we sound like assholes by s- saying that we don't stand for mediocrity. Well, for Yankees and, you know, for Yankee fans – 90 wins and, and not getting past the Astros in the ALCS is mediocrity, man. Yeah. And uh, there's one guy that can change all that. There really legitimately is one guy that can change all that. And this is the big spoiler um, that I I came up with yesterday when I was looking at, uh, at the list. And I never have done this in the history of keep them, dump them. But this year, Hal Steinbrenner is on the fucking list.
1: Wow. Next week. We're dumping the owner. We're dumping the boss out of there. A little sign?
0: We will talk about that's the big spoiler. how Steinbrunner will be on the list next week. Keep him, dump them. What will we say about it? You'll have to tune in next week to the NYYST podcast. Wow,
1: that's big. That's called little, a de-
0: good old little sign on there. That's a That's called a teaser right there. Okay.
1: little Teaser trailer. Okay. All
0: right. So thank you very much for your continued support of NYYST and the NYY News TV. We appreciate you. We love you. Everybody left a super chat today. Thank you very much. If you're still here before we sign off, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Again, thank you very much. Uh, and this is normally where I say Chris, say goodbye. So Pete, say goodbye.
1: Can I do the peace thing? If you want to. Peace.
0: Ha, <laughs> ha,